0: What's up, Brigade? How are you? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. We're back on Twitter now on the Twitter account at Boston versus the book. You can always go and watch it on Twitter now, YouTube as always on the props YouTube channel, Sports Grid TV on the replay. What is up, Mr. Sheripan? How are you on this Thursday?
1: Wonderful. A lot of things going on over here at the house. Had a uh, little consent, Kendall, pick out my wardrobe for today. So for the people, I'm going to talk about it at the end of the show, but you can't scare me. I have three daughters. Beautiful thing. That's the shirt we're wearing today. No fear. Here for the BVB on a Thursday. <laughs> We've got Lauren the Better
0: coming on at 1030 from Stadium Swim, 130 Eastern Time. So we'll we check do. in on her trip. She's all, all of a sudden, she's become like this viral person on gambling Twitter. right? So she's here, and she's yeah. going to be at Circus Swim. Yeah. Circa is one of our sponsors. So we thought, what the hell? Let's throw you on. Let's have a conversation about the bets she's making. She's making a bunch of NFL plays that she's tweeting about, yes. betting WNBA games and everything else. So right. we got her coming on in about 25 minutes. So stick around for that. But I want to begin the show today talking about woes versus the Sharps. It's <laughs> a lot on the line tonight, Dave. <laughs> NBA draft. Yeah. The gamblers think that they know something. The books think they know something. And Woj is like, nope, one, two, three, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN for the NFL draft, already set. So who are you putting your money on, Woj
1: or the Sharps? Sharps were setting it up. They were trying to get more on um, on the kid at number one. So they bet uh, Bonchero to drive the number down to get the number up. I don't know. Nobody knows shit. I say it every day, but for this draft stuff, they do like booking this is a nightmare. Betting. This is crazy. Like you got to be seriously. I think you got to be really bored to be betting this. There's not everything needs to be bet on, but here's, here's the thing that's so interesting about
0: this before the NFL draft, the NFL has been very, very involved in the reporting of draft picks. Uh They do not want this out because it kills your viewership. Correct. If you know the one, two, three pick in tonight's NBA draft, what's the point of watching the NBA draft? The most important thing is who goes one, who goes two, up, who goes three. The draft begins, according to Woj, the draft begins at four tonight. (laughs) So that's not, if you're the NBA today, you're like, well, that's great. You just totally stomped. If you're ESPN tonight, that's great. You just stomped on any coverage that we're going to have by putting this out. And I can't really figure out why Woe put it out that number one is going to be what I think is a smart pick in Jabari Smith. Jabari, as yeah. I mean, that's the right pick for Orlando to take him. And then Panchero is going to go with number two. Or sorry, sorry. God, Holmgren is going to go two. Chet and Panchero, two. Chet two and Panchero is going to go three. And so if you bet that order, you feel pretty good right now if you're yeah. looking for a different market i mean this was 3 hours ago somebody sent me a text message and they were like they were like i've never seen this before you've got jabari went from around mm, like plus 130 to minus 165 to now he's minus 2100 yeah to go first overall yep you can still come in and get Benchero at plus 400 if you want a flyer and think that everybody is wrong on this. Right. But now there's been some movement down for Jabari. He's now down at some books down to 13 to one.
1: Like, what is this? What is going on? What This volatility is very rare. The book's telling you stop betting it's Jabari. That's what that is. That's okay. minus 21. Go ahead, lay it. You ain't going to make nothing and we'll hold your money for three hours. That's fine. Six hours, whatever it is, you're going to bet right. fine. And if we are wrong, it's going to cost you. But en- enough of that betting. But um, they're betting against it because they drove the number down to 13 to 1. Well, again, we've talked about this and it's, it's it's a basic lesson in Arbing. If you can lay 120 and take 20 to 1, 16 to 1, 8 to 1, and all the different prices that you took on Polo, um. You can have no risk and some reward and big reward. So they drove the price down, you know, forced. I mean, there were books that, f- that were a plus on Jabari. Plus, like you said, plus yeah. 130, plus yeah. anything. Yeah. It's crazy to even believe that he's been the favorite this long. And then, you know, and it's not like it's a deluge of money. That's okay. the other misperception. It's probably three limit bets. You go from 16 to 1 to 8 to 1 to 2 to 1, then you flip it and make it a minus. Like, it's, I mean, because there's no liquidity in the market. It's not like you can move it from 16 to 1 to 14 to 1 and just massage the other numbers. Somebody comes in and especially this draft stuff, you know, we, we saw it in the NFL draft. You have to be aggressive when you move it. So like people reporting about, oh, it's the craziest line movement ever. It's two bets. It's three bets. It's not It's not that much. It's just the Im- speed of information. Mm. But Woj coming out. You're right. What? We talked about it when Woj said that the gambling was the problem with the fans and all that other stuff. What was the direction? Who tapped Woj on the shoulder and said, tweet out the order of the draft? He didn't do that himself. There's no way. I would agree. I would agree. Who did Because, again,
0: it hurts the ESPN broadcast to do that. So I just wonder. They write the
1: checks. They write his checks.
0: Yeah. So I just, it, it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that they decided to do this and that it hurts NBA TV, it hurts their coverage, it hurts the league in terms of interest. It just, it, you're right. It feels like somebody said, hey, do me a favor, cut this out. Like, just, let's just end this. All the speculation, all the nonsense going on right now, because the volatility in the market or... A book friend, you know, of the league called up to Adam Silver and said, hey, man, can you do me a favor? Can you stop this market? Because some books have pulled it down. I heard that BetMGM pulled down the market right now. So I'm not sure you can even bet the NBA draft. Well, the
1: the draft stuff here for the NFL draft stops the night before. So this doesn't happen. Yeah. In other states, they don't have this rule. And they'll probably look back in Nevada and go, man, this guys were to something. You know, maybe. I mean. They've poo-pooed Nevada and anything that has gone on here for 50 years. They don't want to do that because they already have all the answers and know that. But you see what happens. It's it's a media guy tweeting about it who might know affects everything. And, you know, it was early this morning. I was up early this morning and I was like getting the text myself. They're like, what's going on with this market? I'm more concerned that the Pirates are a dog at home against <laughs> the Cubs today. Like I'm, just, I'm looking at the baseball lines going, I don't know. But why is it moving so much? Probably because somebody's moving it. Like, this is what happens. They wake up early in the morning. You go, you want to learn something? Do a little stint as the opener in a book and see what happens. Or do what Matt's doing on uh, on just the picks and do overnight betting. Watch what happens with the overnight lines from the overnight to the morning and go, hmm. What's happening here? You'll learn a lot, and you don't even have to know what you're looking at. You just watch the numbers, do your own numbers, mm-hmm. and you'll see. If you had to bet it right now, are you betting on Woj Or is it Because the, the catches, in Applebaum had a tremendous tweak this morning, creating a uh, 30 for 30. What if what if there's a trade? What if there's a trade? If somebody trades up Houston? who really wants paulo they take him number one and that whole market pace what if that happens who are you betting on Woj, yeah
0: <laughs> i'm betting on In Woj sense. to have the right information just given the fact that his credibility is not on the line but i mean people would be very upset if he if he gets this wrong that he essentially has twittered it out the order is one two three Like things change, he could do. He could change the entire betting market with a single tweet. That's my only concern about Adam Schefter and Woj and the guys who are the top of the food chain media members, is that one tweet can move a lot of money. Now you're right; it's the NBA draft. People aren't betting this heavily, but I mean, it it can move you know a five figure amount of money. If he tweets one way, maybe even a six figure amount of money, if he tweets about one thing that's about to happen. So we have a lot of power resting in the Twitter accounts of like two guys for the NBA and and the NFL. So I'll bet on Woj. I'd rather have because I don't trust the ARB guys as to what they're doing and what their angle is. They don't care who gets picked first. They just want to make sure their tickets are in order. So they cash the right amount of money. So that's my only concern when it comes to this. What would you have to answer the question?
1: It's such an interesting thing because at least with the games, you have, the book doesn't care, you know, because you got the games and you still got to win the games on top of getting the good numbers and moving the bets and moving the money. At least as the book, you're like, yeah, we'll just keep taking the bets and whatever happens, happens. I mean, we think this is the right side. We think this is the right number. We have disagreement in the market. This is great. Turmoil in the market is awesome. If you have people laying 120 and taking, you know, 108, and you're just making margins and stuff and and piling on in a baseball game, that's wonderful because the dog could win. The favorite could win. The game could go over. The game could go under. This draft stuff is just a different market. And it's telling you, it was the bane of my existence. I never. Uh, I did one NBA draft here and I said, that's useless. And it will never do that again.
0: (laughs) Is is anybody booking this here in Vegas for the NBA? No, nobody.
1: I went through my apps this morning while I was getting the text just to see what they were doing, because I know some of the guys that are working a morning shift. And I was like, geez, I wonder if this is causing them the biggest angst in the world right now. And I went, you know, boom, they don't have it. Boom. They don't have it. Boom. They don't have it. Smart, you know, probably guys on vacation, probably guys going, what the hell is going on here? And looking at it and laughing. So I was relieved that none of my boys were having to do that. But booking it today the to draft, it's, it's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's too crazy. I mean, it makes sense why Nevada, it pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. I hate the fact that you can't bet the morning of the draft in the end of for the NFL. I don't like it. It makes sense when you see something like this go on though, you get why, like, hey, we're not gonna play around with day of stuff because it's, again, you're putting too much credibility, too much power in the hands of a very few number of people who can literally move and shape and manipulate, on top of that, markets. So that's part of the problem, why and why Nevada says no, no draft betting day of. And today, I mean, look, if he's wrong, if Woj is wrong and Pantera goes one and it stuns the world, That's going to be quite the moment for Woj. He's going to have to explain what the heck, because he got played by the GMs and by the coaches
1: and the people that (laughs) wanted him to report what he reported. This is exactly what you said in your early morning tweet, where you said, I don't have nothing on the NBA draft, and I don't want to because everybody's lying. If Woj gets played, if Paulo goes first to Orlando, there's no trade, (laughs) and Paulo goes first, is it a credibility issue now? Do we start to wonder about, I mean, like but that's
0: his job. His job is to be the most accurate guy. And all of a sudden he gets run over. Like, it, it's, it's oh. a problem. I mean, it's, that's my issue with it is just that he's got a lot riding. And again, It's not, I, I don't think Woj will be questioned credibility wise for the NBA trade deadline, but maybe next time around for the NBA draft, people are going to say, yeah, but remember that 2022 draft that you said was going to be Jabari, David, Jabari Smith. He was going first. And He went third or whatever it may may be. So I just think everyone lies in in this point. (laughs) Everyone lies. No one's telling the truth. No one's betting what they think is going to happen. Everyone's a head fake. Everyone's a market move to do this, to that. I'm like, thank you. I want no part of this. I like betting the NFL draft. I enjoy betting the NFL draft. I do not bet the NBA draft. And I don't know if you can bet the NHL or major league baseball drafts, but I wouldn't bet those either oh God, never, as to how, the, <laughs> how to those, I wouldn't bet those either, just because it, I don't have any ability to do. I mean, I'm not an insider. I'm not calling the GM of the Orlando magic and saying, Hey, who are you taking tonight? So since I can't do that, I got to trust somebody else to get that information and that information could be a, a head fake, a lie, a fib, whatever, a play saying, Oh, we love Jabari. He's phenomenal. And then on the you know, Houston's calling on line two, saying, All right, what if we give you, you know, five first round picks now? Instead of four, right. we'll give you five. Everything changes on a dime. It's the same thing we talk about when it comes to the odds percentages to get released by the sports books, like 65% of the money's on one side, 85% right. of the money's on this side. It's like Ugh. by the time that we see that information, it's all changed. It's like we're literally living four hours ago when that information comes out. It's not accurate. It's not now. I want to know what's going on today, right now. Not what was going on four hours ago when the book decided to send an email out. It took me, it took them two hours to create the graph and then email it out to us, go through the email chain. I get it 30 minutes after they email it out. It's two and a half hours old. (laughs) <laughs> By that time, five bets have been made at max wagers. The line in the movement is totally different than what it was. And we're yeah. out here reporting 85% of the money And the books are like, yeah, actually, it's totally flipped. Now it's 45% of the money. It's 55 on the other side now, actually, because a whale came in and dropped 10 grand on one side. So sorry, that was, that was what it was.
1: And he only did that here, but he didn't do it over there. So now right. that book has 75% on the favorite. I, this book only has 55, 50, 50, 50. Why? Because this whale came in over here and evened out the money and but you know yeah it's all useless information it, you know it's what i'm nonsense today well chet i hope chet gets picked first why that'll blow everybody up true <laughs> true blow that up. Be, that's true that if, would if be he the most... one
0: yep if he goes one everybody will be like wait what how that did
1: that be... happen why yeah, does panjero supposedly the, the most
0: nba ready now everyone's like panjero's ready he'll step on the court he'll play right yeah. now Orlando's not good. They're not gonna be good now, I and mean, they to be good in the future. They suck. They have one. I mean, so like, take the project if Smith is a project, but take the most the most talented player. But it's who knows what these guys are gonna do tonight. I, I I don't have I don't know I I don't have much of an interest in this class for whatever reason. I normally do have an interest in the NBA draft class. There's not many guys that make me kind of go. I can't wait to watch him in the NBA. I like Jabari. I do. I think he's going to be really good. I like, I like I like. I like Penjaro is going to be good. But I don't think any of the three are ready to make an impact next year.
1: It's right. It's so hard to say, depending on the team and what role and all these other things. I mean, Kate Cunningham was the first pick of the draft last year, right? He was good. He had a great year. I think the story of the draft is going to end up being who Detroit takes to play with him. Good point. Like they can get quick, good quick. They can be a playoff team mm. quick with the and right the third draft. kid out of
0: Arizona, I think is really an interesting piece. If he winds up going yeah. to them, he would be a nice backcourt piece for them to go and do that. And building through the draft, look, Boston did it. Boston didn't want to do it. Boston tried every which way in Sunday to trade Tatum and Brown to somebody for a superstar. And nobody would give Danny Ainge what Danny Ainge wanted back for either one of those players. So <laughs> five years later, They make the NBA finals. Do you have the patience? If you're going to, you know, take two lottery picks, put them on the same team on the same floor, it takes a long time to get those guys to be NBA, you know, all NBA caliber. Detroit seems to have the patience to do it and you can do it through the draft. It just takes a lot of time to do it in the NBA.
1: Do teams want to do that in general? Like it seems like there's less patience In the NBA,
0: no one's patient for anything in life. They want it now. They they don't want to wait. They don't want to go through losing seasons and be a supporter of a bad franchise and watch 25 win seasons. And no, they don't want any part of that. And Boston didn't either for that matter. That's why they made the Kyrie Irving mistake. You know, they went and tried to like, right. Okay. Give us Kyrie. We'll take Kyrie trying to put Kyrie with Brown and Tatum and that'll work. No, that was an absolute disaster. Brad Stevens, you know, had no, nothing to do. trying to deal with him and Horford and then Horford goes to Philadelphia. You lose the adult in the room and you're like, oh, now what do we do? Kyrie's out running, you know, running around, running his mouth and I'm signing here. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. No, I'm not. It's uh, the whole yo-yo in the Boston media. It was a complete mess. And now the Nets are dealing with the same thing right now, because if they trade tonight, Kyrie Irving, they're going to lose Kevin Durant. And then lose Kevin Durant.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Lose Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah. Kyrie has to be traded, but KD can opt out and KD can, can go and play, play elsewhere. So where in the
1: hell would he go? You know where I want him. The Lakers. Nope. You know where I want
0: him. The Warriors. No. What's the name of this show? He ain't going to Celtics. Come on. Why wouldn't you go to Boston? Think about it. You go right in and you beat the Warriors. You join the team the Warriors beat. You want to stick it to them? Join the Celtics. Son of
1: a. Go
0: join the Celtics. Take a minimum deal. Say, I'm playing for legacy. I don't need money. I'm playing Just for legacy. My stomach. I'm going to go and play with Boston. I'm going to play with those kids. Uh, he's the killer they need. He's the dude in the last five minutes. You give him the basketball, go win as a championship. It would be phenomenal. Kevin Durant, it's Kevin Garnett 2.0. Kevin Durant could ride into town, win a ring, beat the Warriors. I think it's perfect. It's a dream. <sighs> it's a dream. If it's, it's not going to happen, but it's a dream. If Kyrie gets traded tonight, that Kevin Durant gets really pissed off and decides I'm going elsewhere and picks Boston. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, but this I, this is is, it would disgusting. be a dream scenario. Because uh, uh, you can see it, right? All the trash talking, all the stuff that's been said, the put to sleep thing. Durant rides in and says, all right, fine. You guys, you know, you beat up on a couple of 25 and 24 year olds. Okay. They're damn good. With me, they're elite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's an East Coast guy, too. Yes, like, he, is. He, yep. he ain't coming out West. He ain't going to him. the Clippers.
0: He hated Oklahoma City when he was there for that reason. He, he, he didn't like to be where he was so
1: far away from home. I'd rather he go to the Sixers. Now that you said, of it.
0: course, you'd rather go to the Sixers. Yes,
1: give Joel Embiid beat a a you know a partner, but can't put him back with Harden. No, You have to get rid
0: of Harden. Yeah, trade Harden, trade with the B. That's hard to do with the money they gave him. Who wants James Harden right now? <laughs> Broken down, James Harden for the money he's making. Chef Benny said it's a fairy tale. I hope you're right, Chef. It of course, it's a fairy tale.
1: But fairy tales come true sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. Fairy tales sometimes. This will be. I mean, you guys saw my tweet this morning. I could go to the post office to mail something, and the guy's wearing a Brady shirt. Like, I'm like, this Boston thing is all around me. Like, this can't be happening. I said, hey, buddy, can I take your picture real quick for the socials? He he started laughing. And he goes, yeah. He goes, Brady, one more time, huh? Eight to one to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, everybody's a damn expert. This is unbelievable. And now you can, if you get KD, it's going to be insufferable. They're going to win 69 games. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) It would be insanity. It would, be, it would so be good. It would be absolute insanity in Boston if that if that if that were to happen. But look again.
1: Will his act fly in Boston? I don't think Kevin Durant's love act
0: 100 percent his act would fly in Boston. They'll before. love him until they don't.
1: You bring a ring, you come
0: in the first year. Boston loved Kyrie Irving in year one. Loved him till they didn't. In the first year, it's a it's a honeymoon. Everyone's in love with you. Aye, so aye, aye. You go there and win a championship like Garnett did. <laughs> Garnett's number is retired in the rafters. The retired Kevin Garnett, Garnett, Garnett made his mark with the T-Wolves and yet Boston claims him. <laughs> and Boston put his number in the rafters for winning a championship. You go there, win a championship, Boston people were going to be like, we don't care who you played for, the Nets, the the Thunder, the Warriors. We don't care. You're a Celtic. You're ours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're claiming you. The big three. Yeah, They'll Kevin, be like Kevin... recreating oh, wow. the big three. It'll be That's a Brown, crazy big three. Tatum, and KD.
0: So the Nets have to be dominant. JT, JB, yeah. and KD. The Nets have to be. I, I was reading an SBNation.com story this morning about the trade options for, Ky, for, for Kyrie Irving. There are three different options to get Kyrie to the Lakers, and none of them are easy. They're all difficult trades to be made, and the Lakers have to give up a ton of draft capital. It makes it easier if you make it a three team deal, it's a little simpler if it's a four team deal, but you got to find two other trade partners to come on board to get Kyrie to the Lakers, and other pieces have to match up to make it an approvable trade by the nba but it's not insanity that kyrie irving by the end of the day today kyrie irving could be a laker
1: i can't wait that would just be absolute content dream i mean if if that happens
0: it would be it's going to be one of the craziest things i mean look the nets have to do something dramatic because Look, they got problems, <laughs> but it's like Kyrie wants out. Kyrie doesn't want to be a part of this team anymore. Sign and trade makes the most sense. Kevin Durant gets left behind with a bunch of pieces that he doesn't want to play with. And now he's like, I got to play with who like uh, Ben Simmons is who I got to play with next year. I'm um, no, I'm not going to do that. So now the domino effect starts to fall and we start to see all these different pieces come into play.
1: Uh...
0: An NBA guy on Twitter, I forget who tweeted this, but just said, I hope NBA fans are prepared for what tonight's going to be. It's not about the draft. Buckle up for what's going to happen. It's the calm before the storm. So, supposedly, there's going to be a lot of movement tonight and a lot of trades potentially happening tonight. NBA offseason is tremendous. It's really... I mean, in a lot of ways it's, it's more entertaining than in the league. It's, it's better than the regular season. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you it's better than the regular season. It's, it's just it's... so many people who are who are going to be doing, you know, who are looking at the big picture, trying to figure out, all right, <laughs> what superstar gets moved where. So good. So I don't good. know. I mean, as a Celtics fan, it's not it's boring because like there's nothing really major that's gonna happen for Boston tonight. So it's just sort of <sighs> So let's see. I
1: mean, like, oh it's boring. We just got to the finals. We just right.
0: But well, that's true. Game. That's what happened. I mean, you weren't you gonna find nothing that's gonna happen today, in my opinion, Let's watch something crazy happens, but nothing today is gonna happen that's gonna impact whether or not Boston is gonna be a contender or not next year. <laughs> so do you think the Warriors, by the way, the Warriors have seven free agents? Think they think the Warriors resign everyone? No. They're claiming they're bringing everybody back. They want they're
1: gonna it. try. I mean, if you're a warrior, don't you want to come back? I mean, there's one or two guys that maybe you're looking to go somewhere else. Everyone's like, hey, let's stay and let's ride again. I would stay. I mean, if I was deciding between there and, I don't know, Sacramento, you know, for more money, I'd take a little money and stay home, stay and, and ride this out again, be part of the team. I love winning. I absolutely love winning. I, 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 at this point, as you get older, I saw it early. I'd rather be part of a winning team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, be, uh, you know, part of whatever group than have to be the guy on a bad team. It's no fun to me. I'd rather, I'd rather win. I got, would you believe we've got little Consig in there putting the Z thing in the chat? I'm going to knock her out. She's putting the the Z Z thing in the chat. What's the Z thing? The Z thing, like I'm bored. She don't oh, like the NBA talk. And wow. trolling us. Well, tell her to hold
0: on. We got to, we have some coming on live from stadium swim supposedly here. In We're trying to seconds. get this so, working. Let's go. So, so see if we can go ahead and, get, and, and make a little live shot coming to you. I, if this works, uh, by the way, I'll be stunned if this works because you will be on circus Wi-Fi from stadium swim outside. A lot of variables that got to go right for this to happen.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like, we'll see if it ends up. Happening. Well, I mean, we had on Jeff Dawson driving. That that's true. We, we did had, have we had Keith Jones on driving and then he pulled over and and and, and we had Papa, Papa Bear in the car and Papa his Bear wife and kept on going in and out. Well, he kept getting those messages. You've got to turn off your notifications when you're on with us, people. Yeah, you gotta do
0: DND's gotta kick in on your phone in, in order in order for that for right. that to work. But exactly today is. a a day to be at the pool i mean today is you're not going to get very many 90 degree sunny days in vegas it is gorgeous outside yeah it's madeline's at camp today and i was just like you're going to have a fun time at camp today because this is perfect weather to be outside and having having a good time with it so all right well i was going to hold on the hockey talk until we see if lauren's going to come on but she's a little bit late so we'll see if she winds up um coming in here if she does wind up coming in here we'll we'll (laughs) throw her on but um all right, let's talk about it. Tampa, another heartbreaking loss. Uh, I mean, if you're the Lightning right now, how do you feel being down 3-1? Uh,
1: you're bummed out. I mean, it's two overtime losses and one of them at home and one which I thought they were the better team for the majority of the game, but they were not the better team in overtime. Man, oh. the avalanche, I just kept saying, was in the Discord chat with the boys after I was finished with my shows and I just kept saying, this is over. Like You can just feel it. Here, here they come, here they come, here they come, and um, trying to hold on for dear life with, you know, Tampa Bay hopes and money. They look tired. Uh, That was just one of those games where they could not get the puck in overtime. Colorado dominated the puck. Kept getting shots. Vasilevsky made save after save after save, you know, and they were down 20 shots. The SOGs, the SOGs, as Matty would say, <laughs> were, were dominant for the uh, lightning. And then that goal goes in and it went right through the blocker side, right where they keep shooting and scoring on Vasilevsky, right under his blocker side arm, went up and in. Amazing play by Kadri It was, an, I mean, but you know, I saw the a rundown. Was that, was that too many men on the ice or what?
0: Let's go to it. That's the claim from the lightning Campbell and company and the, and the lightning are claiming that this was too many men on the ice and that McKinnon was on the ice, did not get off the ice quick enough. You watch the replay. He, you know, they were struggling with the door trying to, he was waiting for the door to get fixed so he could get in. And you know, they're claiming that it was, too many men lightning are saying that it should have been. And I don't know. I mean, they weren't calling this. I, I retweeted this from somebody on Twitter. It made a good point about like, and the referees were not going to call this. The referees didn't call or wouldn't call. Like you could have decapitated somebody in the third period and they weren't going to call it Um, update on baseball real quick as to what's going on. Braves are throttling the giants already seven to one. Yep. Four double plays. Kyle Wright has already rolled the giant into four double plays here in this game. So this is going to (laughs) be giants are trying to get the hell out of town. (laughs) So my giants plus plus one forty five bet is out the window. See you later on the giants. I thought they would split two, two on this series. They're going to lose three games out of the four. Your pirates are leading three to two on the Cubs here. Mm -hmm. I'm on your team. Even money here. Pirates Mm -hmm. to take three out of four against the lowly Cubs. And the Reds are trying to make some noise here against Clayton Kershaw. 5-1 in the bottom four. This would be the seventh time the Dodgers would win on the run line. And the books got crazy with the juice on this. If you bet this late, you had to lay minus 140 on the Dodgers on the run line today. Yep. Would you yep. have done it? Well,
1: I mean, what's your choices? Lay 220? To worth 30. Uh, wow, it went down. Sharp guys, these all these rhombuses and parallelograms taking the reds today with Hunter Green at home. Yikes, yeah. I mean, it was 230, it closed 210. I don't know about
0: that. It's taking <sighs> plus money, hoping yeah. to roll with that, but
1: they liked to bet the dogs in the baseball. But I mean, it's been a favorite season, and I mean why would you bet the Dodgers on a money line and lay that big price instead of just laying the run line?
0: Right. Given it's how just, what they've done against the Reds.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just been so good against the run line, you know, and when you're laying that run and a half on the road, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it as being a big thing as a lot of people, you know, like to make it. I really, I really, you know, think it's not the end of the world to do that. To, to bet the run line versus the money line. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that. I don't know. Sat in years for books and used to watch people do it and win. Yeah. You know, I, I'm on the over in the Guardians and the
0: Twins game, no score through mid three. So that's not good there. uh, Rockies, Marlins, 2 2, top of the You fifth. took
1: the over in a Cleveland, Minnesota game after they scored 11 and 10 last night. Uh, it's, 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 I just, I threw not a lot of money on it, but it's the, it's one of our prop bets of the day from bet prep. So. Speaking of which, this Spencer's an expert now. He's coming at us on Twitter. He <laughs> wants drink tickets. He wants he's, he's going to bet home run props. We got the prop. Wait, wait, hold on. Before I mean, come on.
0: Prop, prop of the day is the same uh, thing. We we will have our moment to talk about Spencer Livock. We'll have our moment to have some fun. All right. I mean, we got got to have
1: Spencer on the show. He wants to come on and take shots. <laughs> we'll in the do middle all the night or whatever he was doing <laughs> on the, on the Twitter. I didn't know nothing about no Ian Hat prop home run prop. I would we said didn't that talk about have been it. a bad bet. It's
0: There two there were two on the story. I didn't want to totally totally spoil the story, so we did the Soto prop which missed, but then his other prop,
1: which hit. So it was against a first time starter. That was actually a good bet. I would have advocated that that was not a bad one to take a shot with. Um, But that one had bad odds. That one had plus
0: three thirty odds though, so it wasn't like it was the long shot as Soto was plus six twenty
1: five. But it was more likely to hit because half. Correct,
0: but you've talked about the fact that those home run props, the odds on the home run props don't actually equate what they should be. They should be longer. They should be, but that's that's three thirty. It's it's not there. So
1: when it it wins, it's good. We've never
0: done this before. You're wearing the circa hat, yes, at the moment, yes. Every time we've talked to a circa, either Jeffrey Benson or Jeff Davis, they have not been actually at circa. More and the better is actually at Circa right now. Stadium swim right now.
1: And look at that.
0: Look (laughs) at that.
2: Exactly. I'm actually at my room, which overlooks stadium swim, which is like the best of both worlds, because I can roll out of bed, peek down, and there it is in all of its glory. And the TV is on all night. So even if the pool's closed, the TV is on. I know. I didn't know that.
0: (laughs) Is the sound on?
2: The sound is on,
0: <laughs> but know. it's not
2: bad. I mean, it's still not bad. It's soothing. It's like a soothing, like, you know, blue light, like a nice, like white noise. It's great.
1: But Lauren, it's good to see you, but it's not, it's too loud down there in the morning. You we were going to try to get out there and do this sh- interview and shot from out there. The music's pumping, right? Like you were down oh, early it's this pumping. morning. It's, yeah. See it's been, Yeah. No, yeah. You can't have That's her out. the thing but. about
2: circle. Like it's, it's always pretty lively. It's not rowdy. Like what I like about Circa, it's this like perfect blend of there's a lot of action. It's not rowdy. It's like a very comfortable, like casual crowd, but it's full of just, you know, a bunch of people who love sports, throwing down cash and having fun. And it's great.
0: So tell us a little bit about the trip and tell us a little bit about the bets you've been making. I've been watching you on Twitter, talk about the futures that you're rolling with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So So, I mean, honestly, the sports betting community is just like, awesome to me because, you know, betting is such an emotional roller coaster, right? So what I love doing is I kind of like sharing my picks or hearing picks from some of my followers, see what they think. Um, and I love to just not take myself all that seriously. And I don't know if you saw, but I, I made a bold, well, what I actually thought was like a lock of a bet the other night of 500 bucks on the Las Vegas Aces. Figured, Oh, money line, easy. Even the guys at the counter were like, Are you sure you don't want to take the spread? The spread pays out better. I said, Nah, nah, I'll just play it safe with the money line. Surely it'll be fine. I was so cocky, I wasn't even checking the score. I checked the score initially and it was a blowout. And I was like, I'm I'm freaking golden, man. And then Got some notifications on the ESPN app and started my Twitter started blowing up of like, uh, hey, Lauren, what the hell's happening? <laughs> sure Whoops. enough, I made a nice little donation to Circa the other night. So uh, happy to keep the lights on another night at Circa.
1: It, it's crazy because they blew a 20 point lead like it was one of the biggest comebacks in the WNBA in history. I think it was the biggest comeback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I didn't want to actually mention that for you. I was trying to soften the blow a little bit, Lauren, but yeah, it was the biggest comeback um, in history in the WNBA. So you're here in Vegas, you're hanging out, uh, making bets, taking it all in. What's one of the things like on this trip that either you found out about, or you just were a part of that you didn't know about before this trip to Vegas?
2: Um, well, so I always knew Circa was sort of the best book in town. I like, I knew that that's like pretty common knowledge, but when you're actually sitting there for as long as I did over the last few days, it is definitively the best book in terms of the amount of options out there. The prices are great. I won't mention some of the other books I sat at that, you know, like you bet what's on the board, obviously. But then when I moved over to Circa, I kind of felt a little bit like a sucker for paying some of the, the. (laughs) prices I did for some of my earlier picks. But yeah, I mean, like and I'm really not just saying that because I'm staying here. I mean, I'm staying here because it is a great book, but it is, you know, categorically I think one of the best books you can you can sit your butt down at for hours a day.
0: It's fun. I mean what are the rooms nice? I've never actually stayed or seen the rooms. How are the rooms at Circa? the,
2: The rooms are really, really nice. I was really pleasantly surprised, you know, I mean, I'm I plan to stay at Circa really for the book, but um you know, the, the rooms are great. I went to the legacy club the other night, which no, that's, was a cool. shot. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And that was great. I mean, I've always been more of a strip stayer just because that's just kind of where where you go. But now that I've um, you know, gotten taste for staying at circa, I think this is my my new spot.
1: Mm. We're going to discuss a little bit later the Tennessee Titans and their season wins. Do you have any thoughts? She froze. She froze. She froze. We Roland, we had our first live shot. and She froze. Yeah, yeah. she uh, probably I was... got an alert.
0: Or someone texted her. Hey, I see you on <laughs> BBB and then boom, it happens. So we'll see if we can grab her back and throw her back Jeez. on. But yeah, that's it's always. I, I knew it was going to be a little bit dicey. I was like, this is going to be a little bit tricky. Wait, oh, she's back. Got back. I'm back.
1: Hey, there all right,
2: go. I lost you at Tennessee Titans. What were you so, saying about Tennessee so Titans? So we're
1: gonna we're gonna discuss the Tennessee Titans season win total and try to come up with a number. You've been out popping around looking at futures and all this stuff. What do you think of the Tennessee Titans chances this season coming up?
2: Uh I think it's gonna be a good year for Tennessee. I mean, they had a pretty good year last year. I know they were a little bit of a sleeper. Um, I have not thrown any money down on the Titans yet. That's um, smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold
1: on hold off on doing that
2: yeah yeah <laughs> keep that
1: I, money in the pocket uh, do, do, do you have a team are you are you a fan of a particular team in the NFL who's your team I and mean, we see the Raiders uh tanked up you know yeah with so, the locals. so I right like now that. the
2: Raiders the Raiders are the team I like I typically what? am more of a player follower so oh. right now I like Derek Carr and I like Devontae Adams I went to Fresno State. Oh, those guys are my guys. So right now I'm kind of all in, you know, tailing the Raiders. But um, last year, I was a big fan of the Buffalo Bills. Um, Josh Allen, I think, is awesome. But, um, you know, any given Sunday, I'm really just watching my fantasy roster and seeing how it's going, (laughs) as opposed to just following specific teams.
0: Makes sense. Why the Falcons? We, we, we did the Falcons. We, we tried hard. We, we tried hard to find five wins for the Falcons. We struggled to find five wins for the Falcons. You like over five on the South on the Falcons.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I'm ever the optimist. And sometimes if things are too <laughs> good to be true, they probably are. And there's, there's surely no way they can be that bad. Right. I mean, sure I don't is. know. It sounds like you think they they actually
0: can. Be. They could be that bad. I mean, Marcus Murray <laughs> is their quarterback. They don't really have a defense. They're playing (laughs) in in Tom Brady's (laughs) division. Uh. I mean, I'm
2: not throwing WNBA money at it. Let me tell you that. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay.
2: But,
0: but,
1: you
2: know, I I like taking the overs when I can.
1: So, Lauren, the show is called Bostonian versus the book, and somehow Matt just tried to put KD onto the Celtics. Like, he's always thinking Boston and this other shit. Pardon my language, but you can say whatever you want. What do you think of the New England Patriots? Say under season wins. Uh, Do you want to come back on this show? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, I mean, like, like, I want to like the Pats. I don't necessarily. So I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't like putting money on unders, but if I were to, oh. I'd probably put money on the under. I still like rooting for, I like rooting for wins. I like rooting for points when I can. Um so i'm always just taking over so. yeah
0: it's always, it's always more fun to 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 root for something to happen than to pull for something to not happen
2: yeah yeah and there's nothing worse than you know ot happening and then it's like oh shit you know <laughs> yeah
0: <So. laughs> Uh, absolutely. in baseball mm-hmm. happens consistently in baseball oh, yeah. all, the all,
2: all the time all
0: the time all the time yeah, which is which is very frustrating. What is your other than coming to circa, is there a must thing you have to do when you come to vegas? is it, is, is there a must activity you have to get involved with? And you
1: can't uh, say, meet book it with Trent, no matter yeah, what yes. happens That's not on the list. So okay. go ahead.
2: All right, all right, all right. See, wow, Rock, that's a by list it, did, does
1: Trent ever go anywhere but Red
0: Rock? Yeah, no, I feel like not I know, but so. I, he's, he's at my gym. I see him at my gym all the time. He's down yeah. my street. Oh, yeah. he's, my, he's my neighbor. I see Trent yeah. all the time. But oh, like, really? The only, <laughs> he only po- he only posts is from Red Rock. Now I'm like, do you ever leave Summerlin? Like, do you just like live there? No, because <laughs> you, you met him at Red Rock, right, Lauren? I
2: did. I did. Actually, yeah, <laughs> and I, but I did also go to Albertson's with him because he needed help getting some toiletries for his trip to tampa bay yesterday for game four so he
0: he took you a mile and a half up the road to our supermarket which is in our neighborhood yeah i'm i'm game for it all man wow you are that's that's like serial killer type stuff hey by the way come with me to get my toiletries out of like whoa that's that's an interesting ask like oh she froze again oh oh. Oh, that's all right that's good we we appreciate that. That that that's really nice of her to do that. This to, to is this is the last, oh,
1: exactly. last. Wow, she keeps coming back. That was fast. Normal, that was more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing you got to do in Vegas? Nope, she's out. Got to turn the notifications right. off.
0: That's it. We'll kill that. That's, that's yeah. all right. Okay, all so one that right. that was fun. Appreciate that. Yeah. But I, I, I next time I do see Trent, I'm gonna to have to ask him about that conversation because that's a very awkward deal. Like, how do you, how do you say, I've never met you before, but do you want to come with me to the supermarket that's two miles up the road? Wait, well, yeah.
1: well, I'll drive.
0: I'll drive. Get in the car. Let's go. <sighs> okay. Um, that's that's a different type of moment. Even Kendall thought that was awkward. She said, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> oh." Yeah, Don't even she thought that was odd. Uh all right, let us let, talk some baseball here. Um, what's interesting here about what do you want to put her on one more time? She's she 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 came back.
1: Well, we we're dying to hear what the question. Okay, is. Okay, we'll let's see, if, see if if it works. We'll if, get if it, get third on time. Third times you get charm. knocked off, Lauren, you're out. That's it. <laughs> all right.
0: We'll see if Matt can add her one more time
1: so back in. Add her one more time. Uh, sure. One more time
0: to see if it end if up working because we can get the answer to the question of where we're going to Vegas other than Trent taking people to Albertsons, <laughs> which, which is, which Sorry. is, my, all right, all right now,
2: Wi-Fi may not be amazing.
0: I knew it. So. That's what I said coming on. I was like, nothing this is going to be perfect. an experiment. Yeah,
2: yeah. Nothing's perfect. Not even Circa. Yeah. So,
0: so sure. where are you going in Vegas? What's your one thing you're doing?
2: Um. So every time I go to Vegas, there is nothing better than me waking up, getting a cup of coffee and then parking my ass at the Caesars Sportsbook for like no less than two hours. Oh, that, that is like what I like doing.
1: Okay.
0: Interesting. I love Caesars.
2: I don't know if it's just like their seats or like what exactly it is. There's something about being so close to the screens, cranking my neck up and just sitting there (laughs) drooling all for myself.
1: I just love it. Was that the first one you ever went to?
2: I think it may have been, maybe that's it. Maybe that's, it's like an emotional connection. That's,
1: it's, it's usually the first one for people yeah, uh, you know, they come there. And that's why Circa has such an impact because it comes, you come in there and that's the first one. And then you go somewhere else and you're like, yeah, the screens aren't as big. It's not as loud. And the sensory overload isn't the same. So yeah. that's why it has the biggest impact. All right. I'm going to ask you one more question before you get ready to get packed and get out of here. Um, college football. Are you sneaking around doing any futures on any teams or anything like that that we need to know about?
2: uh yeah, so I'm gonna go actually before one of my parting plays before I get on the plane is Fresno State because I'm always gonna take my Fresno State over, over. um yep yeah, over only. Over. Hey, no,
1: he's he a uh-huh. homer, not over. Homer, <laughs> homer over. A homer. That's a homer play. Oh, okay. That I can use here because we're, we're going to talk about Texas, Arch Manning's kids going there. We're going to talk about it. You got any college plays that you like, your teams that you like to go over or compete with Alabama or Georgia?
2: Yeah, I mean, so definitely the Texas teams I do love. I'm also partial to LSU for some reason. I just love LSU and you know, Louisiana Culture, SEC, like all of that stuff. So I mean, put them against Alabama, I don't know, but I think LSU will have a good year. So I'll probably tail them.
0: Lauren, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. This was fun. We'll do it again soon. Travel safe back home. Hopefully your bets are going to hit, but avoid that Titans bet. Don't make that on the way, do
2: way I <laughs>
0: Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> that's Lauren. At Lauren, hey, the better on Twitter to follow her. That was great to get her on. She's been everywhere on social media, on gambling Twitter. Uh, very cool to get her on here uh, without having to take her to Albertson. So that's fun. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that's the story to show. That,
0: that's the story of the show today is that Trent took her very to Albertson. for that. To,
1: to, why did he go to Tampa? He was going for the hockey game. Like is that, what he was doing. Like, why yeah, he quit? went down, went down to the hockey game, probably had to shoot some videos and all this other stuff. And, you know, he, uh, Need to bring a, uh, a, a, a stranger. Come help me get some deodorant and stuff and toiletries. Hang out for
0: I know weekend. where it went. I mean, you walk. You, you, sorry, you walk in. You go. <laughs> you, you go to the left and you just walk in this whole aisle of toiletries for travel. They got an Albertsons, but everything there is jacked up about fifteen percent because it's so close to our neighborhood. So there goes the Albertson sponsorship, right? Uh, but it's true. I mean, <laughs> if you go to the Albertsons down on Charleston, there's another Albertsons. that's two miles down the road. That's fifteen percent cheaper than the one that's in my neighborhood so it's just it's just a matter of whether you want to drive through the lights to get down there so if you, if you want to drive through the lights and if, if i'm going to the mcdonald's then i'll go to the mcdonald's and i'll go to albertson at the same time then it's worth it but otherwise if I'm, dot com slash chat <laughs> if i'm going to the, if i'm going to the, the dunkin donuts i go to and then I go over to albertson so that's in all in the same the same area dunkin literally dunkin a baseball throw we from my love my Dunkin'
1: Donuts. Of
0: course, of course we love Dunkin' Donuts. I could not love Dunkin' Donuts. Although the Dunkin' Donuts versus Starbucks fight is really fun in New England right now. It's a, it's a broad, it's so fun to watch it. Social media going back and forth. It's a for big, real. Oh yeah. Cuz in the in the summertime, people who go to Starbucks in the winter go to Dunkin' in the summer for iced coffee. And the Dunkin' people get pissed off because the yuppies are all in there getting their iced coffee and yet the the blue collar people drink iced coffee year round. Like we don't we don't ever stop drinking iced coffee. We always drink the iced coffee. You guys come and make our lines longer.
1: Gets all frustrated. People get mad. Why they don't get the iced coffee in the in the winter? Like the they just the Starbucks people. They only Starbucks get people the get coffee?
0: hot coffee in the winter time at Starbucks, but Starbucks iced coffee is not as good as Dunkin' iced coffee. Why so- is that? I think because you're right about that. It's just, it's just this. Duncan iced coffee is what Duncan started the iced coffee trend and they're the goats of it. Like it's the best iced coffee is Duncan. So people in New England go to Dunkin' Donuts from like May to October and then they go back to Starbucks and it pisses off all the people who just go to Dunkin' Donuts all year long. You trying to do a big fight.
1: It's like when the, it's like when the uh, the sports people come in to the book with the horse players like in yes. the summer. Yeah. Drives them crazy. Yeah, like like we're here doing? year round. We're always yeah, here. We're now here. you're here. Yeah. Now you're here right. Why? Why do I get to? Yeah. Oh, I could see that argument. So that's why Starbucks just needs to make the the iced coffee better. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because they have all those frufruit drinks. So, <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they, 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 uh, the Starbucks. No, that's right. It's just what they it's just what they are. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of their the heavily sugared whipped cream. You know, people who drink Starbucks iced stuff even i question sometimes like what are you doing exactly like what what you don't want coffee you want a milkshake go to a milkshake place like you don't
1: want coffee Like, what are you doing sound like a coffee snob. it's it's
0: the truth i mean if if, if you're going in there and it's got 75 grams of sugar just go get a a milkshake just what are you doing (laughs) you don't need to go ahead and get all this you know all the crap dutch brothers is the same way it's like why are you drinking a dutch brother coffee with all that sugar just go get a milkshake
1: Tara, you same. keeping track of the swear words because you might as well keep track of the list of people that ain't going to be sponsors dutch brothers is all over the place i, and I already, I, 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 already I
0: already gave up on today's show bro <laughs> um all right so i i, I want to bring something up real, real quick because we talked about otani yesterday and i think we and, and ben verlander on twitter pointed this out and i think it's actually it's, it's a decent conversation to have do we actually spend enough time in the sports conversation world? talking about what Shoei Atani does on a night-to-night basis. Nope. We this don't. dude went eight innings with 13 Ks last night. Yeah. The night after he hit two three-run home
1: runs and had eight RBIs. Listen, I downplayed it for a while last year myself. I was I was trying to make a case for Vladimir Guerrero to be the MVP because – I'll be honest, I didn't see him enough at the beginning of the season. What he just did the last 24 hours, if he did in the Yankee uniform on the biggest, you know, stage and then winning, this would be leading all the sports shows, not the NBA draft. It's gigantic what he's doing, baseball-wise. Verlander
0: called it the greatest two-day stretch in Major League Baseball history. It's
1: arguably, I mean, Verlander's arguably right. It's, it's, it's. I saw it on a rundown and I was like, wait, he did what? I didn't even know. I, didn't, I, I was watching the scores last night, but I wasn't watching the Angel game. And, and again, one of the, the joys of living out here out West is, you know, I watch a lot of West Coast baseball. I did that back East, but it was always in the middle of the night and you were doing it through one eye. Mm-hmm. Half the country's asleep while Shohei's doing this. Mm-hmm. And then they wake up and they're talking about something else. So this is, this is one of those things that you go, are you paying attention? Like, because it is real. That it's an incredible performance. Two back to back games against a team that's not good, Kansas City, but still, but
0: still. I mean, it's baseball.
1: I mean, just to hit eight it's,
0: RBIs, two three run home runs, and then go on the mound and throw eight innings,
1: 13 strikeouts, a new career high for him yeah. for strikeouts. Yeah. Have you ever seen him in person? No. You know, sometimes when you, and again, we talked about it before. Like when you see somebody and you just know it's different, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with him. You're just like, man, like, wow, he is so good. And I've had the
0: same feeling about Mike Trout when I've watched Mike Trout play. And every time I see Mike Trout play, I say, can you please get him the hell off the angels? Yeah. I'm saying the same thing now about Otani get him the hell off the angels. Like if I'm baseball, I'm like trying to get him to a market, into a team where he actually can shine on a larger stage he's in a major market but he's buried it's odd but he is he's buried if they win does it change but they're not going to win of course it of course it changes if they win but they're not going to win the,
1: the, the franchise but is I mean, not think it, about, angels are not going to win think about i'm telling you they're the dodgers aren't household names like they should be are they Yes. Mookie Betts is a household name. Mookie Betts made his bones in Boston. Okay, but he still has a household name.
0: I just Kershaw, think Kershaw is a household name.
1: Yes, but it just, I don't know. I don't know, man. It just, it feels like, not that they're being ignored. It's just, it's a lot harder with literally the biggest media markets, mostly on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, baseball. But
0: the they care a night. lot more. I mean, if Otani it was wearing a Phillies uniform, oh. they, they would be sold out every single night. There would be showing show Otani everything. Exactly. Hats, t-shirts, bobbleheads, like it would be everywhere. And they would have a full house of people cheering and they'd be on the highlight shows every morning. And I mean, if Otani did what he did last night in a Mets uniform, hypothetically, he would have been the lead story on like Good Morning America. Everything like it wouldn't just be a sports story. Everything. It would be it would be an everything story of yes. you know, Japanese-born player comes over to America and does something no one's ever seen before. Right. This player has has taken Major League Baseball by storm, yeah. setting records, things that you know Babe Ruth would dream of doing. This is what Atani is doing in Major League Baseball. Right. I mean, he's doing things we've never seen before, and the collective sports world reaction is like, eh. like it's just a big, it's just a big shoulder shrug. It's like, eh, all right, the dude had eight RBI. Do the noise again. Do the noise again. <laughs> two, three run home runs, eight innings pitched, thirteen strikeouts in back to back games. We should, we should be in awe of this like this should be just like whatever else is going on in the sports world doesn't compare to what this guy is accomplishing
1: makes it hard i think to keep him out of the uh favorite spot for the mvp, MVP? he's not no not even close you know he's third choice right
0: now but it feels like the reason why he won't win it is because they think it's kind of like the old argument like once you do it once, can you win it again? Like you're doing the same things you were doing. We've seen it, we've seen you dominate now. So give it to somebody else. Otherwise, it's like Otani might be the MVP until he stops playing. You know, he's he's the MVP just period. Like every year it's just the, the Otani award because he's 1.5 of a player. He's not one player, he's one and
1: a half. And a guy like Judge, who's a tremendous hitter and having a great, great year. Sydney in the outfield. He catches one ball a game, maybe.
0: Right. He, he games, plays maybe.
1: meaningful games.
0: I can't I, stand this. I can't stand that he's on the Angels. I can't stand that Trout's on the Angels. I can't stand that Otani's on the Angels. It pisses me off that these great generational talents are playing for, you know, <laughs> used to be a Mickey mouse franchise no more, but now the nickname applies to <laughs> Mickey mouse. Mickey it's a Mickey, mouse. It's a, it was literally a Mickey mouse franchise, but now it is a Mickey mouse franchise. <laughs> now the insult applies. <sighs> They're not good. They're not going to be good. They're not going to be built the right way. And a I mean, this guy might not play in the playoffs. I mean, forget playing. At least trout's got a couple of playoff series under his belt. Atani, if he stays with the Angels, may never see the
1: postseason his whole career. Yeah, I don't want to make that leap yet. I don't want to believe that. What, the Angels are going to
0: figure it out and build it? They spent a lot of money on a dude who just had wrist surgery that's years over.
1: That's just bad luck. That's just bad
0: luck. I don't know. Maybe spread it around. Maybe don't,
1: don't sign Rendon. Go and spread it around with five guys versus one. (laughs) <laughs> it's just this is what has to happen and you have to you have to get lucky and develop there has to be one or two guys that come up or you make a trade for any asset you have but they keep filling in the gaps they're trying to just fill in the gaps and throw throw money at it, it doesn't always work
0: well, look they're in the same market as the team right now the dodgers are up six to one over the reds they're about to go seven and oh on the run line against this team they're about <laughs> to become the second best team in major league baseball on the run line betting this year. Yeah. I mean, they're just up against a team that has won the World Series, a team that has the superstar feel that you need in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's it's frustrating.
1: It's extremely frustrating. It's a baseball. Frustrating fan. for us just as, as fans. Imagine what it's like in that front office. Yeah.
0: Like, but that's you know. why, but they have those guys, they feel like they've got to pay those guys you got to make these splashes. you got to make these moves. you got to re-sign Mike Trout. You know what they should have done? They should have traded Mike Trout for a million pieces. Trade the best player in baseball. Oh, you're the guy who traded Mike Trout. Yeah, but I flipped it and won the World Series three years later. Red Sox traded Nomar Garcia-Para. Arguably the most popular Red Sox player of my lifetime up to. At that time. At that time. Nomar was Nomar. Everyone loved him. He was our shortstop. (laughs) He's our guy. Nomar. Everybody no Mar- was loving it, and then they <laughs> traded him for Dave Roberts. All Dave Roberts did was most had the most important steal in Major League Baseball history. <laughs> they got they got vilified for it at the time, though. Huge! I remember the ovation he got game one at Wrigley Field when Nomar went up to the plate. Remember like it was yesterday watching Garcia par in a cub uniform. And I was like, this is weird, man. What is going on? Cub fans thought they just stolen Santa Claus from the Red Sox. They were so psyched standing ovation. Here comes Noma. And then what happened? Red Sox win the world series and away they go. They win three other ones. Sometimes you got to have the balls to pull the trigger and make a move and believe in your own evaluation and talent as a, as a baseball front office. It's a jag,
1: It's a, the easy move is to keep the good guys, right?
0: Of course, you don't get any. You don't get ripped. You don't get made fun of. Oh, yeah, I'm not trading Showayatani. You kidding me? What am I doing? I'm not training Atani. That's nuts. I mean, put him in Seattle or something. I don't know. Put him somewhere where at least they, they, you know. I mean, that's where if Major League Baseball is going to want a, a player from the from Asia, they're going to want him in Seattle. Ichiro 2.0. Well, they'll love him there, of course. They'll go and buy tickets. They'll show up. There's nobody there. I don't care if it's the Royals on a Wednesday night. There's nobody there. It's embarrassing. If you're a baseball fan in Los Angeles, you're an Angels fan, what you're watching, you're never going to see it again. I'm 45. I've never seen this. I heard stories of Babe Ruth throwing 95 and hitting 30 home runs. Babe Ruth we're talking about. That's the last time we saw stuff like this. 100 years. and we're not appreciating we're not talking about this guy enough we're not mentioning it because of where he plays and who he plays for and he's playing in games that don't matter instead of playing in games that do matter and he does it in september in the middle of a pennant chase and he goes and hits two home runs on a tuesday and strikes out 15 on a
1: wednesday in a pennant chase Can you imagine this do you think it's because he's already done it This is a repeat of last year. Like, I mean, we probably should have been talking about it more last year. I would agree. 100%. And And I'm I'm as guilty as anybody else. Right. I, I, at the beginning, I was like, what's the big deal? And then when I saw him physically play and like, this is, so I love to go watch batting practice Mm -hmm. with the kids. And when we go to a game, we go early just to watch BP. And Jordan said it in the chat and it reminded me like, you know, when it's different, when you see somebody, but then you watch them take BP and you're like, what, what am I watching right now? Like, it, you know, I used to go to games when McGuire and Sosa were doing it. And I had, I was in Arizona just to go watch them take BP. Cause it was just different at the time. <laughs> and he's different. We found out later. Oh, you found out later. Why? I mean, you yeah. knew at the time, why? I mean, the guy's was neck big. was the size yeah. of you know, <laughs> It was a enhanced difference. Yeah. But, but you just, I think when you see it in person, you truly appreciate it. And maybe not enough people are seeing him in person. We were going to go see the Angels last year in Yankee Stadium and the game got rained out. He was yeah. going to pitch. Oh. And and like the kids were all excited we were going to go and we didn't get to see him there. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the answer is as far as like a baseball person to truly appreciate it.
0: See, I, I'll say this. You asked me, did, did I make a mistake? Did I overlook it? Do you remember Daisuke Matuzaka? Yes. Remember the gyro ball? Yes. You Remember that conversation? Yes. The reason why I didn't get involved as as fast as I should on, on, on Shohei is because I thought it was going to be like Daisuke 2.0. When he came over... He was supposed to be the thing that no one's ever seen before. He was supposed to be instant Cy Young, dominating major league baseball. This dude's gonna throw 180 pitches a night, and no one was gonna be able to stop him. And he was gonna be this just this unbelievable pitching prospect. He was good for the Red Sox. I'm not saying he was bad, but he was nowhere near what the hype was. So when the Otani hype started. I was like, oh, yeah, what is he going to do? Pitch like one or two innings a game and like, he'll be a reliever and then he'll be a hitter or he'll be a starting pitcher who plays like one inning a week in the field. He'll be like a pinch hitter that will come in. So I initially was kind of like you. I initially was like, yeah, whatever. Like, we'll right. see what happens. And I, I brushed it off. And then everyone's like, you seen what this guy's doing? And I was like, okay, yeah, but it's September and his team is 55 games out of first place. What do I care about what he's doing right now in September? It's my same argument with Trout. Like the games don't matter. I don't care what he does in games that don't matter. Now it's not, it's, I can't ignore it anymore. I have to keep on. Now I'm watching it. I'm going like, goodness gracious. This is ridiculous, right? It's major league baseball, whether it's, you know, against the Royals or not. He's doing this in the show. He's doing this at the highest level against the best of the best. And we're seeing stuff that we just haven't seen before.
1: Uh, you're right. I mean, the expectations, like for Dice K, um, um, Hideki Arabu. Right. Like the expectations were so high. Ichiro <laughs> lived up to them, though. Oh, Ichiro was spectacular. Yeah. Just, Just spectacular, but different. Right. It was different. Mm -hmm. You knew when you saw Ichiro, you're like, what is he doing? He was doing a slap hitting in the major leagues. Like, did you see in softball? Like he was doing stuff that was just fabulous. Like I I call it like when I see a hockey player, it's like artistry. You're like watching Mm -hmm. artistry, watching him play the field was like watching an artist paint. You're like, this is guys graceful. He's athletic. His arm is tremendous. Oh, yeah. And, And he hits 330 and gets 225 hits a year. Like, what is this? This is awesome. So yeah, I think um I think you're right in that, you know, maybe the expectations were we build people up to tear them down. Mm. I I mean, it's it's so bad. I mean, it, mm. that's what the media does, that's what people do, that's what fans do, that's what betters do. And eh, he's not that good. I'll bet against him. Or, you know, you bet on him and he loses, and you're like, Yeah, that guy, he let me down. It's ridiculous. He's he's awesome. I think, I think, um, I don't know if a change of venue would automatically help, but I think the discussion needs to be had as soon as the, you know, the focus is solely on baseball. Hopefully he gets his due like at the all-star game and stuff like that. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the hope. Uh, okay. Let me ask you this question.
0: What do you think Guillermo Martinez said to the umpires <laughs> before the game yesterday? They got him thrown out of the game (laughs) before the game even started. So good hitting coach for the blue Jays goes up to take the lineup card to walk over and talk to our boy, Doug Eddings. Yeah. They throw him out of the game before he, they even throw a pitch. Yeah. What was whispered? How bad do you think it was? Was it blatant like bleep you or was it like, Oh, good
1: to see you. Want my glasses? Like, oh what, like what was the insult that got him tossed? Oh it had to be you know hey here's the lineup card this and that and they shake he shakes the second base umpire's hand. He don't even look at the first base umpire. He shook his hand and held on to it for a second. Did you see they they no. actually no, yeah, did. They, they kept the grip and he probably looked at him and said, Man, I am so fucking glad you're at third base today because you missed <laughs> every call at home yesterday. And the first base up was like, you get out of here. You ain't even starting this shit now. I mean, it was, it had to be something like that because I, you, you posted the video, or was like retweeted it. And, yep. I, and I saw it, I watched it 10 times. And I was laughing every time because it was a setup, you know, the manager didn't go out with the card. Mm-mm. They said that, you know, he never goes out there. The hitting coach goes out there. He had to say something good. I'm di I would like, if I was there or it was a beat, ride, I'd ask him, hey, can you tell us what you said, please? Because exactly. that was, that was great. Like that would be gold, right? Oh, so, I mean, look,
0: Doug Eddings was by... Two different metrics, in case you missed the story from yesterday. Doug Eddings had the worst game behind the plate of any any umpire so far this season in Major League Baseball. His bad calls resulted in more than two runs, according to the metrics, for the White Sox in a game that they won seven to six in extra innings against the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays were not happy about it. They were angry about that loss, and they decided to, to let it be known, causing getting Guillermo Martinez ejected before the game even begins.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, I've actually I've seen that before. I've seen I've I've seen that before, but it was done so well because oh, Guillermo, okay. they were probably like, hey, you know, hey G, go take something. You want to take the lineup <laughs> card up and let them know? Let Eddings <laughs> know today that we're gonna we're how gonna we feel. Him, we're gonna give him shit. Yeah. So Guillermo probably went up and it was all it was all planned. That didn't just randomly happen.
0: <laughs> no, there's <laughs> there's no way. Oh, yeah, that, that was that totally. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. Go tell him that he stunk last night. Okay, and that we're yeah, that we all know it. I, I just would love the exact thing that was said. It would have been phenomenal. Ah, uh, okay. Giants are now down seven to four against mm-hmm. the Braves in the mm-hmm. bottom of the sixth inning. So there's some life there. Giants have ten hits and four runs. Man, those double plays are brutal. Yeah. Uh, Pirates up four to two on the Come Cubs. On so
1: Come on, Buckos.
0: One and one for me. I'm on Giants money line. That's going to probably be a loss. I'm on Pirates money line. That's decent. I'm on Dodgers run line. They're up seven to one going to the bottom of the sixth inning. There you go. So good, good outing for Clayton Kershaw Kershaw. Um, still in. is Clayton Kershaw still in? Let's Let me see. see. I'm say no, but um, yep, he's still in five innings, six hits, one earned run. He's thrown only sixty nine pitches. Oh, we got to get him some more pitches. We got to get yep. him another inning here. He's just so. getting loose, getting work, man. I pitched the sixth, and we'll see where he goes. And I'm right. on the over eight and over nine and a half for the Twins and the Guardians. Into mm.
1: one nothing. Gonna get going there. In the fifth that's dead. So uh, I'll be it's going two dead. and two. No. Anything can happen. It's not dead yet, but you got to get a couple runs here in the fifth.
0: I need some. I need more than a couple. I need like four here in the fifth. It's top of the two fifth. for each There's team.
1: You're good. Three yes. two right. after five, and now we're back in the ball game.
0: I'll give you that. Yes. Pirates, even money. Giants were plus 145. Uh, I laid the minus 120. It spiked to 140 on the Dodgers run line. Yeah. And the over was minus 110 for nine and a half. So, and then I have one game for better to book it coming up later on for the, for that on that. Nice. Uh, because we are both girl dads. Yes. And because we both are, my daughter is not as heavily involved yet in sports as your daughters are. No. But today is the 50th year anniversary of Title IX going big. into effect. Big, 50 years. Uh, I mean, do your kids know much about Title IX yet? Do they? Do they know what what it
1: was like before Title IX? So Kylie had to write a paper about um, anything, and she wanted to. You know, and I am a big advocate of. If you have to do these assignments, pick a subject that you want to learn about and talk mm-hmm. about, no matter what the teacher thinks is interesting or not, or you think yeah. the teacher wants to read about, pick what you want to read about and write about. And I so said, that's how I teach my class at UNLV.
0: Yeah. That's literally yeah. how I do it at UNLV. Yeah. Right. Just, just, uh-huh. so I, I said,
1: you know, cause she's like, oh, I should write about like homelessness or I should write about this. I'm like, Kylie, you're 18. What's the most important thing in your life to you? And she's like, oh, I don't know you know, family. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But like, what do you do? What do, you do She's like softball. I said, yeah, write about softball and write about, and she's like, well, we talked it through mm-hmm. and like as someone who's as heavily invested in it, I mean, she's playing in college and she's hoping to go on and continue to play at a different college when the Jew goes up. Um, She's constantly looking and like, why isn't it more exposure than just the College World Series? And why don't they get more in this and that? And I said, Kylie, go research Title IX. Go, go. I said, the fact that it's as big as it is to somebody like me is huge right now. And it's only going to get bigger. So we actually talked about it. I wrote a paper about it my senior year of college in 1993. Wow. Because I was playing hockey, it was a club sport, and the push at the time at Penn State was to get it to be a Division One sport. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it unless you added a woman's sport. That's how it was working then. So they were like, yeah, while you're here, it's never going to be a Division One sport. I was disappointed, but at the same time, it was probably a blessing because I would have gotten killed. While I was playing, I wouldn't have been a Division 1 ice hockey right. player. But I remember the discussion, and, and I did a lot of research on it then. So the fact that it's 50 years old is unbelievable to me. And, I mean... People still are mad about it. People are going to be mad
0: about anything. What are they mad about? They're mad because you have to have an offset number of scholarships being spent on men to number of scholarships being spent on women. And they're angry about that because they say men's sports are the ones that pay the bills. So why am I having to, why is baseball not fully funded? If you hear Major League College World Series going on right now, college, college baseball people do not like Title Nine because no. it causes them, because they're offset by college football. And the college football scholarships creates a monster for women's sports on the other side. If you go to a school with big-time college football, chances are there's going to be multiple women's sports, not just softball, but they're going to have soccer, they're going to have swimming, they're going to have diving, they're going to have volleyball, they're going to have all sorts of different sports because they've got to find the offset, the sports to to offset from a scholarship perspective. College baseball is the one that gets the most underfunded of all the men's sports that actually creates some money, and they blame Title IX. They say, that's why, because they can't afford the offset. Universities can't fully fund college baseball. They can't give 25 scholarships for 12, for, for baseball. It's 11.7 or whatever it is. Yeah. And they break it up. You know, you get 0. 0.4, you get 0. 0.5, you get seven. If you're a pitcher, maybe you get a full share. But that causes some angst. People get angry about
1: that. I, see, I mean, I see it from both sides. Um, I don't know what the correct answer is. But I know that there would be a hell of a lot less women's sports if it wasn't for Title IX, 100 percent. I mean, it wouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, it's helped. Now at, at the at the um, detriment of men's sports and stuff it stinks. That, mm-hmm. that that part of it stinks.
0: Um, the fact that I, a lot, I, of- I always say there's a give and take though. There's always a seesaw. There's always like you give to take. There's always like, you want college football, right? Like, what do you want? You don't want college football. <laughs> like, so it's, it's unfortunate that it's got to go on the backs of the college baseball program in order for that to happen. But like, I, I read, I read this this morning and it kind of blew my mind. Did you know in 1972 before Title nine was passed, the number of women going to college was 5%, 5, 5%. Now it's 60%. I mean, there's a monster change in terms of you, your school had to have had to be five percent women. That was that was the quota. Five percent women was required. And some schools had five percent women going to college. Now some schools are at sixty percent. Title IX has a lot to do with that. It, it wasn't just a sports angle. No, it was, it was equal funding for men and women. It wasn't you couldn't just give the men everything. You had to give women the other side of it. And you know that taking away for something from a male to give it to a female in instinctively gets people mad, but I understand both sides. Like you mentioned, I get both sides because I want my kid, my daughter to have as many chances as anybody else. Like whatever she wants to do, if she wants to go and pursue whatever she wants to go and pursue, I want to make sure that she's on equal footing, that she has an equal chance to do what she's going to
1: want to do. I have I struggle with this all the time, coaching the kids and helping them try to find their way and telling them what to major in and where to go to college or even if they go to college. Right. I, I mean, it's changing the dynamics. I, the percentage right there is the value of a college education the same as it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I know a lot of more people are maybe doing it, which maybe lessens the value of it in certain degrees, Maybe it increases the value more in a specialized degree. I don't know, but I mean, I, I want to see it ideally help more than hurt. You know, that, that's, that's where it stands. And I mean, whether I'm a girl dad or not, you know, I know a lot of kids that are going to college to try to play baseball. It's a struggle. It's, it's, it's hard. You gotta, it puts the parents out chasing these things, puts the parents out. Like, you gotta hope and pray they stay healthy, they get in front of the right people. It's a nonstop job. You're constantly calling, texting, emailing, hoping that somebody will see or watch your video. So you may have an opportunity to get 20%. Oh. Do kids 20. come do kids come to you and ask, Should I go to college?
0: All the time. Kids ask me at UNLV, they ask me, Should I go to should I go get a master's? And I'm always just like you have to ask me this when you're done, because I'm—I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I work for UNLV. My answer is supposed to be, "Go to UNLV, go get it, go get your masters, keep going." Like I'm supposed to say that, and I—I'm like, you don't need a master's to go into the media, guys. Like, I don't even need an undergraduate degree to go into the. Like, the only reason why, and I tell them this in my class, I so said the only reason why you should be doing this is because what you get access to as a student, as a student, you get access to everything they've got available, audio, video, TV, radio, it's all at your disposal as a student. That's the reason why you go to college, in my mind, to be a broadcaster, because you get access to all those tools that you never can get access to otherwise. Your classroom stuff just kind of comes with it. It's a little extra bonus. You become a (laughs) well-rounded human being. But what you should be doing is in that damn lab, in that studio, in that, go with those cameras, with those microphones, you should be using everything they've got. They're giving you a half a million dollars worth of stuff to go play with. Go play with it because you're a student. That makes it worth it. A master's in journalism, I'm just like, guys, go get a master's. Go to Helena, Montana. Go work in that market for three years. There's your master's in journalism. Go work in a place you never thought in a million years you would live, work, and have to experience. <laughs> and try to break even.
1: Fine. you ain't gonna make them No, <laughs> no you make twenty you make twenty five. At least you're not gonna be a hundred K in debt.
0: Correct. Exactly. Right. At <laughs> least you're not borrowing to break and borrowing. Even. Right. And it's and the cost of I mean, your life. You've got three kids. I, I, I feel for you. You got one in school now, one about to go to college. I I, I look around at university prices right now and I make, like, I want to oh. throw up. It's oh. insane. If you've got kids in college, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. I feel horrible for you guys. I mean, I remember when I went, when I went to school at UMass and they told me it was $25,000 a year. I was like, it's what to go to UMass is UMass is 45,000 now. Yeah. My alma mater is forty five thousand dollars. Like excuse, that was twenty
1: years ago. Couldn't go. If what are we was, doing? If 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 this was if if this if I was eighteen or I was seventeen when I went to college, I couldn't have gone to Penn State at the price it is now in state. Even I, there's no way it was six thousand a year when I That's went. insane. six thousand a year. It's thirty thousand a year now in state. It's fifty five out of state. Oh, a year. A year. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. We're learning a lot again as we go through and, you know, I mean, Jess has a very specialized field and, you know, that's one way to go. I tell kids all the time, like, if if you're going to go major in something specific where you're going to graduate and have a, take a licensing test and you're going to be that, it's great. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go to be an English major, oh, I don't know. I mean, Go get a job, you know, at a a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts and write on the side. Like the ability now to do stuff on your own and learn or reach out to people like us and stuff on Twitter and social media and like, just go do it. Agreed. Try it and go do it and try it and get some mentors and try it. I tell my kids that at UNLV, if you're not
0: doing what you want to do right now, you don't want to do it. If you want to be a writer and you're not writing right now, if you want to be a journalist and you're not doing journalism right now, you want to be a talk show host and you're not doing talk radio or podcasts right now, you don't want to do it. It's yeah. got to be what you do every day. You get up and it's got to be in your blood like you wouldn't breathe. It has to come like breathing. Yeah, but Professor P, nobody's listening. Good. Screw up, make mistakes, say dumb stuff, get better. But Professor Use, P, I don't, I don't even know how to begin. Uh-huh. Ask the first question. How do I do it? Ask someone how to do it. Ask someone who is doing it. Yeah, how they don't
1: get it. answer me, Professor P. Eh, you're not, then to me, you,
0: you don't want it bad enough. You're not asking the right person, right? You're going to get a hundred no's in this in this. A business. thousand no's. Yeah, you're you're, you're going to be told no, 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 no. <laughs> in every which way, twisted, turned around, and you'll never actually know why they're saying no. They're just telling no. Maybe they hate you. Maybe they think you suck. Maybe they think you're great. Maybe they're saving the job for their kid. Maybe they're saving their job for their girlfriend. Who knows what they're doing? You never know why they say no. They're just going to say no. And if you're discouraged by saying no and people telling you no, well, then this is not for you. You should go do something else
1: yeah but my parents said
0: i gotta do this oh your parents great i love that i've heard that before my parents my parents really want me to go into x my family is a bunch of x i want to do y yeah who's going to school your parents or you (laughs) which one is it i know they might be paying for it but who's going to school who's going to live who's going to live the life you or your parents do what you want to do because if you're really successful and you're really good at this, your parents are going to run around with big, huge, like, you know, billboards. Look, at my, Look so. at my kid. Look at my kid. My my kid did this. My kid did that. My kid is on Good Morning America. My kid is on the Today Show. My kid is is on ESPN. Okay. Not saying everyone gets there, but you'll get to a level if you really work, it, work, work at it and you're good enough at it, you'll get to a level where your parents
1: will be proud of what you've P-rolls, accomplished. It may take 20 years. Hell yeah, it took me 20 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I mean, think about all the places we've been. And we're yeah. doing a show now together. And like, you know, we're on TV. Like, you know, people are going, I'm going places and people are like, hey, man, I like the show. And I'm like, oh, cool. You watch it. Like, yeah, I watched the replay. It was pretty good. Or I see your clips that you guys yeah. post. Awesome. Kid told
0: me yesterday he he literally watches every single morning. He starts his day with us. Turns it on.
1: We're part of blessed. I mean, I, 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 I say it all the time. We're blessed to do it. I love doing it, but I didn't see this at 25. No. I was trying to survive. I was working three jobs, trying to just get enough money to, to you know, to go on a date and not have to ask for <laughs> no money and not be embarrassed. Right. Hey, Dad, can you slide me 20? I, I want to take this girl to the dinner and the movie because yep. before you had to pick, you either ate. And then went oh, and sat somewhere, or you went to the movie. You didn't do both because you didn't have no money. So, you know, I work an extra job. I'll ref some more hockey games so I could, you know, do that. I don't have time to be writing and doing podcasts and all this stuff. So you got to figure it out while you're young. Make all the mistakes you want and go for it. Like, just mm-hmm. keep going for it. Expect the nose.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Expect the nose. Absolutely. Do what I did. Got caught in a hot mic and swore. My career was over. My first job didn't know the mic was on and dropped the S bomb right on on WINA pregame show for Virginia it's one of my football.
1: Favorite stories of all time
0: when you tell that's that story sucked, man. I'll tell that story some other day, but that's that's, that's sucked. Yeah, we'll see. Taught that. me a lesson that I learned even today when it comes to troubleshooting and how to fix equipment and everything else. And it it's happened 21 years ago. Time Six for three
1: Buckos top of seven.
0: Beautiful. Let's get the W even money win there. It is time for our schedule of the day being brought to you by circus sports, the Boston versus the book being brought to you by the circus survivor pro football contest, $6 million last year got paid out guys. Survivor returned with some new rules and just as much money on the table. Survivor consists of 20 legs during the pro football season. You can't pick the same team twice. Entries are a thousand. You can get six of them per player. Entries can be made up until September 10th at 2 PM, but you must be physically in Las Vegas to register. You can hire a proxy if you want who will be left standing to claim a $1 million first place prize? It could be you this season with Circus Survivor for full contest rules and details. Log on to circusports.com. Tennessee Titans team of the day. This is the first under juiced that we've had. Under nine and a half is juiced minus 140 on the Titans. Scared. scared Over nine know. and a half is plus 120. Who's scared? Wow.
1: The book. Book don't know book don't know what to do with that. Because so I mean there's, there's the under, you're supposed to move the number. You don't you never move the juice. If you need the the juice, you you need it over. Like yeah. you move this is I can't remember too many season wins where like we would be locked in on a number and we might go to 120. Okay. But we always did it with the over. If somebody bet us under a limit play, mm-hmm. boom, move the number half, get it down, and, and let, let them bet over you. Most of the times you want to need the under in the books, I'm surprised this is under minus 140 already. They don't know who's going to catch the football, and they don't know
0: about Ryan Tannehill. Robert, a lot of questions. Robert Woods, Trelon Burks, Des Fitzpatrick. I don't even know who these people are. These are the receivers that Ryan Tannehill is going to be throwing to this year. Austin Stevie at- Mack or Jay Dow bets. Can these guys catch <laughs> <laughs> Derek Henry left Derek Henry, right? That's cool. what this team is. And try to rely on their defense and try which, you know, Bud Dupree and company and whatnot, you know, Simmons and they're trying to find a way, but they got exposed at times last year. I think the Titans are going to fall on their face. Their schedule is not that hard, but I think they're going to fall on their face. Let I mean, just put it in context. They were the one seed last year, right? Yep. But they made a lot of moves.
1: They did. Number one, number one receiver is gone. A. Brown being sent out has uh-huh. changed the whole thing, and and Henry better stay healthy. Who they draft as a backup quarterback? Malik Willis. Does he play?
0: No. If he does, unders unders coming in roaring. <laughs> if he if he plays. So, I mean, they got him as a, sort of like a draft-day steal. This is the kid that just plummeted. So, third-round pick. They thought this kid was going to go first quarterback overall. You want to talk third. about some draft bullshit. Wow. Third-round pick. Malik That's Willis was supposed crazy. to go first. First quarterback off the board was going to be Malik Willis. Crazy. And did, didn't on. go to the third round. Yeah. With Come the on. Titans. She's so? Went in the first round. But third round. I mean, I was invited was go. They invited him to the to to here to Vegas. They brought
1: him here, <laughs> like it was brutal. Can you imagine him sitting there that whole first day?
0: Ugh. And uh, by the way, it's going to happen. You know, late in day two, you're going to get taken. <laughs> Not good. Not what he was expecting. Dates. So if he plays,
1: the Titans are in trouble. If he plays, it goes under. All right, I, I I could see that. I could see that. I mean, that means Tannehill's hurt or has been horribly bad. Which might happen.
0: Game one at home against the Giants. Win. I would agree. What's the point
1: spread? Uh, six, seven.
0: Let's see. For week one against Titans, against the Giants, week one, the number
1: is six and a half. Okay. Six and a half. I uh, got it, man. I ain't making no numbers for nobody. I just still think, bam, six or seven.
0: At Buffalo Monday Night Football on the road. At Buffalo, game two? Yep. Monday night.
1: Boss. Raiders at home. Damn, son. Ah, this will be one of those ones where we hear all that nonsense about the West Coast team going to play East. It's an early game, right? 10 a.m. Of course. That'll be, it'll be nonstop hearing about Tennessee. I fall for this shit every year, and I'll take Tennessee in a contest and all that other stuff, and they'll lose. This is oh, a greater win. Devontae Adams ruins. Oh their baby,
0: defense. He oh. ruins them. Yes, that's a loss at Indianapolis.
1: Oh, They'll split with the Colts. They'll lose this one. I agree. At Washington, two wins. I would
0: agree. Bye week in week six early. Two and three as they go to the
1: bye. Fair home for Indianapolis. Win. I'd agree with that. They get the games with the Colts out of the way by week six. Seven.
0: Yeah, week seven.
1: I mean, if they win both of those games, that's they're they're gonna win a division. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. At Houston, October 30th. When there's four. At Kansas City. Sunday night football. This is the team, the running team. This is this is the team that could beat them, but I don't think they will. I think uh, they lose. I, I'm staying well, off in, Yeah, not in prime time. Home for Denver. Oh, Tennessee wins that. That'll be a, right. that'll be t- Denver might be a short favorite. That's gonna that's gonna fool everybody. That's that's right. a win for Tennessee. I have a loss at Green Bay
0: Thursday night football.
1: Oh, after after they play Denver at home, they got a short week and got to go to Green Bay. In mid November. They're gonna get they're gonna get fucking destroyed <laughs> Yep. That's a be a, we've got to remember that one's gonna be an all in on Green Bay. Yep. Five wins I'm stuck I have four home for Cincinnati. Is <laughs> this a rematch of a playoff game? Yep. Tennessee gets him. Nope. Loss. Since At he's the- going to Tennessee and winning that game and in, in the November. Oh yeah. Remember Burrow on the road, what Burrow did on the road last year? Burrow was phenomenal on the road last year. It's possible, but I I think in the revenge game and all that other shit, Tennessee coming off that ass whooping that they're going to get in Green Bay. I think they lose four
0: games in a row. They beat Indy, they beat Houston, they lose four in a row. Wow. At, At KC, home for Denver, at Green Bay, home for Cincinnati. Actually, make it five in a row. They lose at Philadelphia, December 4th, at Philadelphia.
1: Oh, as you can see the way this schedule's setting up. They win that home game against Cincinnati. They may be short road favorites in Philly, and they go lose. They go lose that game. Six. Home for Jacksonville. Win. Yeah, there's five. At Chargers. <laughs> Zach the Hat's putting eleven fifty two helping Farrah out with <laughs> the swear words. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What's the game? At the Chargers. Uh-uh. Ain't winning that game. Home for Houston. Win.
0: That's eight. I agree. I have six. Home for Dallas. Primetime Thursday Night Football.
1: Home game against Dallas in primetime. Off a Houston win?
0: Yep. And Dallas needs
1: that game. Tennessee wins. Nine. At Jacksonville. For the season? End of the year. Last game
0: of the year at Jacksonville.
1: Oh, Oh, <laughs> this could be the difference of the season win. I could, If I win, I win 10. If I lose, I lose win nine. Oh, my God. Jacksonville did it last year to the Colts. Jacksonville may need the game. They spoil Tennessee. They may not need the game. I'll say loss. I'm. Mean, it could be either way. Nine seven or ten. And, seven and ten. Seven and ten. Yeah. I think they're going to fall on their
0: face. I really do. I'm betting under. I, you give me nine and a half. This this would be a bet for me. This would be. I I will bet this. Tennessee under. Damn. Son. I, I like this as much as I like the Ravens over. Really. Yeah, I like the Ravens over a lot. I like Tennessee under a lot.
1: I don't like this team. I don't. Speaking I, of I, the Ravens, did you see that news yesterday with them with the, the, kid the linebacker died. dying, a 26 year old, and then you know Saragusa. later I saw Sarah died. 55 older than me you're a man brutal what a what
0: a personality that guy was he was fun he was I only met him once but he was a ball class in a press room he lit the room up Like he was just
1: a huge guy and a huge personality yeah Pittsburgh guy I I can't believe the 26 year old kid like I just I was like I was like oh I've got more bad news with the Ravens and can't imagine being 26 and being an NFL player and just not being there. But, um, you like this that much under? Yep, I bet you them
0: just, over last year. I loved them last year. I thought They were you did. under. I loved them underrated. They were great. One of my teams. So I bet on. I loved the Titans last year. Exact opposite feeling about this year for the Titans. They really haven't had a bad year under Vrabel. They really haven't. And I think with the that way that – dental. I mean, he's a pretty good coach. Yep, but I think that I think they are punting on this season. I think this is Tannehill's last year. I think they're going to go through a rebuild. They haven't had this rebuild. I think the Brown trade showed to me what they think of their chances. Wow, they're in a very difficult spot because the division generally stinks, but it's getting better, and I think they're realizing that. Going like, hmm. Colts have an offensive line. They're going to be around for a long time with the way that they're built. You got to worry about Jacksonville having Trevor Lawrence. If he hits and he turns into what they think he could be. Uh Oh, <laughs> you got a franchise quarterback who could be there for a decade and Texans stink fine, but they thought, was, they, thought they were going to own the South for a long time and I, I don't think they're going to.
1: I just think the style of play dictates that they're going to be okay. I mean, ten and seven is realistic to win the division and get a home game again. I think their ceiling is. I mean, that's a hard schedule. That's that. That's tough. He's frozen. Matt's gone. Connection problems. The hell's happening here? What a show today! <laughs> <laughs> They, they don't like you going against the Titans sir. The, the Gremlins like the Titans. They're they're getting they're getting mad. <laughs> we we like the Titans. We 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 like Tennessee. Stop not badmouthing our guys. I was just saying. I was just saying their style of play, running the ball, mm-hmm. playing good defense mm-hmm. in that division. It, it keeps them from. I I I would be shocked. I'd be more shocked to see seven and ten than I would be twelve and five. Huh. Let's put it that way. I I think their upside's higher. The number's perfect. You like Tannehill? Enough. I don't like him. I like him enough. I love Derrick Henry. He goes down. They have to change. Pass it more. Big trouble. He always gets hurt once. Always gets hurt. Once a year, he gets hurt. And it's it's always the
0: level of hurt. How how, how many games does he miss? And it's right. He's not playing 17 games. Reality. that's just reality. Probably so, 13, 13 games. Which four games does he miss? Can they win the games that he's out? And they don't have weapons. And they have a, a broken Tannehill.
1: That's a rough four-game stretch. That one you called in the middle. I mean, like, go through the away non-division non games again. The, hold the hold on. away ones. When I crash it, I put everything out. Um,
0: Titans. And... Division
1: non non div- so division games so non division Houston course. yeah so on the road you said yeah on the road Buffalo not Wa- win that game Washington should win that game
0: Kansas City <sighs> tough one Green Bay
1: tough one Eagles supposed to win that game Chargers <laughs> one right Washington
0: correct. So, that's one. So you like over nine and a half with those seven games that just ran out right off. We're going them going one and six on the road and outside the division.
1: It's terrible. <laughs> so that's my point. I, I, I better win every damn home game.
0: They're and they're not going to. Non-division home games. Giant Giants. Okay. Raiders. Okay. Broncos. Bengals. Okay. Cowboys. <laughs> see oh, man. this is a
1: thud of a falling on their face this could be bad for the titans, titans. you're right now that now that that just went through it like that jeez they have so a first place schedule willis is it, is it, plays? it's a first place, it's a place schedule good. yeah you it's play good. willis
0: no, I'm, 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 I'm good i'm cashing that ticket <sighs> if, if if willis plays Seven and ten could be very realistic. I may have to go to Circa and play and play the altar and put alternate play. under eight and a half plus money. Yeah. I mean I may need to go play that at Circa, which is one of the more fun bets that Circa puts up every year, guys. By the way, if you look and you come to Vegas
1: looking for playing some futures. By the way, uh, Caesars put them up too. The alt? Yep. Wow. I was going through the stuff this morning. Caesars has them up for every team. Copying. Interesting. It's a smart move. It's a good market. Gives you
0: options. Yep. I I think under eight and a half, I would play under
1: on this. I may even play over. If you're going to do, do it at Caesars, maybe wait. Just maybe wait. Why let the public? No. Maybe something to... Uh,
0: oh, right. About oh, oh look Caesars. at you. Well, wow, look just at you, the marketing person. Look at you on that. Maybe just wait. Yeah. We, we, yeah, Just a week. July, July 1st, week we'll first. have something for you on yeah, that. Maybe 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 just just wait. Wait. Wow, do I want to put that much money down on... on <laughs> The Titan going under. Wow. Give you some serious sweat. That's a long, it's a long wait, too. I don't know about, I don't know how that's, that's, that's a heavy bet on that. I don't know. Wow. Fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I don't know about that. Dime and a half on that is something else. That's, I don't know. That's a lot. (laughs) I like, I like the bet. I'm not sure I like it that much. Uh, Risk free or not. Jeez. Okay. Well. Yeah, you guys are gonna like the offer we've got for just the picks. By the way, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hell of an offer yeah. on this. Um, Okay, let's <laughs> nice go. Smart.
1: Do you want to do, do? Do you want to skip the prop of the day with Spencer for the home run prop, or do you want to do it? We owe Spencer a shot at just mentioning it. All just right, mention we'll... the right one, so Spence don't come at us <laughs> on the Twitter. Spence. Spencer Limbach is uh, back on the home run props
0: for Thursday. He is. Now tracking this, by the way, just FYI on his prop bets. So he did cash it yesterday. One in one means it's profitable. Right. So you come in, you cash it. So he's going today with a couple of them. There's only four day game. There's only four games left
1: in baseball today. Well, let's see. All the rest of the cards started.
0: White Sox Baltimore is tonight. To, correct. So he's going with Jake Berger. Okay. Over to hit a home run today, plus four ten. Okay. This dude's only played 59 games at the major league level. I was like, wait, what his, uh, his ISO is 215 uh-huh. for reference. Anything over 200 is great. He's at 215 fifteen. Four home runs in his last 14 games, home run matchup against Dean Kremer for the Royal for, for the Orioles. Yep. He has a 1.85 home run per nine rate. And that increases to 2.02 against right-handed hitters. 410 at Fandle at the moment, 330 at DraftKings, Caesars at 350. You like Jake Berger to go deep today?
1: 330, 350, and 410? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a gigantic disparity. Because of the,
0: it's, this is, I told this is roulette. This is so hard to handicap. This is, or even book. Oh,
1: don't tell Spencer that. But it is.
0: Ah. This is a Spence. roulette. He even has a three leg no home run parlay today. By the way, that I'll get to here in a second. Oh, uh, is- we're gonna have to talk to Spencer. <laughs> a no, which is what I I, I mean. This That's is fine. How, this is I'm how advanced the books are outside of Vegas that you can parlay props to a no. Like we can't even bet no on props in most books in Vegas. <laughs> they are the, other books outside of Vegas is allowing you to parlay the no
1: bet on a prop. Well, they better be careful what they ask for because they're going to run some reports and go, why does this keep happening? They don't even know what they're looking at yet. But that's a whole different story for a different show. Um, Yeah, we'll book it. We'll give him two drink tickets today if he hits this. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: So plus four ten, Jake Berger is what he likes to go deep today. His no home run minus one seventy two, no home run parlay is Bryce Harper no, Cedric Mullins no, and Josh Donaldson no. Oh, Harper is two for eleven with six Ks against Joe Musgrove.
1: Uh huh. Going today. In San Diego. in we ain't got to worry Diego. about that one. That's a good
0: bet. That's what I like. Give me that one. Anti-homer this year, 0. 0.57 home runs per nine across 79 innings for Musgrove. You're not taking him deep. Mullins hit 30 home runs last year, but he's a 174 ISO guy lifetime. Just 14 home runs this year. Who he on? Johnny Cueto with Baltimore. Okay. Against Johnny Cueto, was only giving up 0. 0.84 home runs per nine. Okay. And Josh Donaldson, Uh, he'll probably have two or three at-bats against Bramber Valdez, ground ball pitcher. Donaldson has his lowest ISO of his career right now at at 1.53, or 0.153. No for Bryce, no for Cedric, no for Josh Donaldson. is minus 172. Three-leg, no home run parlay.
1: Three-game, no home run parlay. And you're laying that juice. That's a bit steep. Books stink. It's a, it's a, that's a bit it's steep, but I mean the line. books that's I can I can I can ride with that one. You like I, that? I do. Yeah, I mean, because Harper ain't hitting a, a home run off Musgrove. Very unlikely that the guy in Baltimore's hitting one off Queda. So we might have to sweat that lefty righty matchup with Donaldson, but maybe one or two at bats. Promber's gonna go five innings, maybe six. You may only see him twice. So, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good bet. I mean, as far as winning, I'm not saying it's a good bet having a three game parlay laying 172. Right. but right. It's odds wise. I, I like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, our bet prep prop of the day. Oh, uh, let's see. We are going to the game to the Framber Valdez. We're going to go ahead and we're going to jump on bramber valdez to have a well hold on what, what did he do what did he do today um he's coming in i thought he sent out two so i so i guess okay so he's gonna go with the cleveland minnesota over nine and a half it was was the play i thought he came in with bramber valdez but i may have been missing that where's that
1: uh, <laughs> hey, he said two. look like an old man when you're doing that yeah, right sorry you're like, i'm oh, trying to
0: figure out where it is because I, I i didn't make this up i put it on the rundown and i feel like it's now for some reason not on not
1: on where not on where it is i don't know remember about like, this over five and a half Ks plus yeah. 125 thank you where did that thank come you, from Farrah. but i didn't know where that came from because i wrote yeah. that down that's from me
0: yeah but i well, just sure. came from Farah right now on the graphics sir Correct. But I'm the one that gave it to him. So it came from me. <laughs> so what do you think? He got that. He got that from me. Oh, there it is. Okay. Here we go. Now oh. I got it. Brammer Valdez over five and a half Ks. It's plus money right now. Yeah. He has had six of his last eight starts, 75% going over this number averaging okay. 6.1. Okay. Four of the last five games after a win averaging 6.4. He's not faced the Yankees. Yep. Over the last three games, the Yankees have averaged 9.6 Ks per game. Valdez averages six point two three innings per game on a start, including a complete game against uh, a, a complete game that he threw last month. How do you feel about Franber Valdez going over five and a half Ks? I don't like it. Ooh,
1: really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I mean, I normally I would say yes against the Yankees. They strike out so much. Um, but why is this number so plus? That means somebody played it under minus, and he's got to go six innings to get there. Yankees where he starters out I do if I I can't believe the gift of the day gotta be the Yankees minus 120 that's I mean that's the side today that's ridiculous so it's a a playoff matchup So this is probably an ALCS I would agree
0: with that, which is why we'll get to that better to book it here okay. in just one second. Uh, better to book it being brought to you by FliffgetFliff.com. Download the app, sign up using the promo code props. If it's legal in your state, they give you 25 bucks into your account using that promo code props when you sign up at getfliff.com. So it's currently seven, five Braves. I'm on giant's yeah. money line. They only hey, have the coming back. I told and... you you're ready to put it away. Bottom eight now, only one more at bat for the Giants. That's going to be an L. I have Pirates money line, even money. Let's go, baby. Up six, two, top eight Eight. against the Cubs. Eight, five Dodgers currently leading over the Reds. I have the Dodgers on the run line and the over and the Twins and the Guardians. It's top seven, one, nothing. So that that one's dead. We're done with that one. So I'll probably go two and two, and that will take me to the only bet for better to book it. Houston, New York under eight and a half.
1: Do we need to say goodbye to
0: uh, Sports Grid yet, or no? We could. We probably do. I don't know where we are time-wise because of everything that went on, but we'll, well let's say goodbye keep to now. No, so let's just, keep. Let's do this and then say goodbye. To okay. So, right, eight, uh, Astros Yankees under eight and a half.
1: Oh, still. Oh I like it. I mean, it's hard to bet the Yankee games under. But it's Framber, It's Tyone. Mm. Yeah.
0: I Number think one I like under it. team in baseball, the Astros. Astros. Yes. Up against a team in the Yankees who are six games under five under under 500 to the under. 36-30 yeah, and one. Overs. 36, 30 in, in one is the Yankees for the under.
1: Hard to believe. Hard to believe when you just watch every day they win, and it feels like they just show home runs, but they're not giving up runs. Under this might be one of those games. It's under first five, under first three, under for the game, under 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 two one three two final. I think you're right about calling it an ALCS preview
0: potential. That's what it's gonna. They're gonna play it like a playoff game.
1: Under tight refs. Did you your lay juice on under eight and a half? Minus 110. Because it's a painted eight right now. Oh, There's not well, a book I, on planet Earth that has eight and a half. Oh,
0: really? Last night, eight and a half minus 110. Across the board, everybody had an eight and a half minus 110 last night.
1: Now it's, draft DraftKings, everyone. It's eight over 15 everywhere. Huh. Except okay. uh, one of the places offshore is a flat eight, which, again, I like to pay attention to some of those because I you know who's doing the stuff down there. So. Under, I like it,
0: we'll and see. you got the good number. Good my, day, my day, may ride on this. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> two and two going to this. So this could be much. Now body. in a situation like this, if you played all these games, mm-hmm. and you got one play left, and it's a difference of break even. Will you add to the play at all? No, because then I lose. Then I lose the day. Just leave it as is.
0: Okay. I, I don't get in. I mean, I I do live bet from time to time. I really don't live bet baseball much. Like it's it's, it's a it's a rarity. Like I I live bet yesterday when the Reds were up three nothing on the Dodgers. I came in on Dodgers money line lightly. I was still laying juice, right?
1: But I I wasn't laying, laying near the the juice you were before. No, it was like I think it was minus one twenty five. I think is where I laid. The Dodgers were plus three fifty at one point. They were down four nothing or four in that game?
0: Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that wasn't Vegas did not offer those odds. <laughs> Vegas was smart, and I'm not. I was laying yeah. juice on my one money
1: line it on was, the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, on the straight money line, it was four one and a third or whatever. It that must like have last, been FanDuel, DraftKings, or some last, algorithm that popped up because three to one or something. Yeah, because we were, we were on the air.
0: It was three nothing was. when I bet it.
1: I I got three nothing. I was still laying juice three nothing. When I was the first inning though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to wait for the thing to kick into the second inning, and then it because It takes off an inning time wise, it skews the price and all that okay. other stuff. And it's it definitely does not understand baseball, but <laughs> <I> just, <thought. laughs> it's, it's it's fascinating to be watching it every day and having done it myself. I'm like, I see things and I'm just like, I cannot believe this. Did you bet the hockey game yesterday? Unfortunately, game. I bet it pre, I bet first period over.
0: It's going to go in the th- first 30 seconds and then no goal. This is, this is how cold this is how cold i am <laughs> i i've missed my last seven bets in
1: hockey and i had tampa money line my first thought when that goal went in 30 seconds in was i was on the air i went on my phone in game I'm like please move this number up it went to six and a half plus money under mm-hmm. i was like i gotta bet this have to bet this. I like the under before I got, a, I right. got six and a half now. Loved it. Right. So, you know, cause that was such a weird thing in a way that this mask popped off and a goal was scored. I was like, yep, bet it under. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely opportunities. I to, love betting live hockey. I mean, in, in game and hockey, I do enjoy betting that a lot. You'll I like, do. you'll like live betting baseball.
0: Well, you have to baseball is so slow. So I love, I I, I love the game. I love watching the game. Just betting in game is not something I have fully appreciated at the moment.
1: Well, like Lauren said, she likes to bet things to happen, things to go over. A lot of baseball betting is you're betting things, nothing to happen. Correct. (laughs) Hoping hoping for it not to
0: happen. (laughs) Absolutely big, right. Like difference. the Yankees and the Astros, no runs, don't score. Nobody, right. uh, don't, don't. No one scores. Sports Grid, thank let's you very me. much. We're sorry for the technical difficulties today. Thank you so much. We're back tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show, 11 p.m. Pacific time, uh, for us on Sports Grid. All right, for you guys on YouTube, we continue one more thing to get to. What is your favorite thing about Thursday, Dave?
1: It's my shirt. It oh. came in the mail late. Like this you can't scare me. I have three daughters. Can't scare me today because we got so much planning going on. Yesterday, I started the pre-planning uh, cleanup mm-hmm. preparations for this graduation party on Saturday. Today, it's real. So little Consig Kendall picked out my shirt. She said, yeah, you can wear that. I have approval. I'm hanging up with you. We're finishing the show. I don't know what's on deck. I have no idea. Yesterday, I got to go to lunch myself. Saw Furman on the TV, got to enjoy lunch. Favorite thing about today is waiting for me behind this wall. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's very cool.
0: Uh for me, my favorite thing about today is I'm actually really excited to be able to watch baseball without anything else like distracting me. Yes. And then my college football preparation starts today. So I go to the hell's wrong with you go to barnes and noble it's 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 my ritual you go to barnes and noble you start buying the different magazines start my preparation it's 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 a it's a perfect time to start here right at the end of june to get going into college football my nfl prep will start probably right after july 4th or on july 4th my my prep but arch manning today declared for for texas yeah so you had a real big storyline there right if you're you know, a Texas fan, you paid the most amount of money. So <laughs> whatever, whatever you paid Arch Manning, congratulations. Your coffers were deeper than everybody else's. So you were offering whatever. I mean, the kid going to Tennessee got it, it, it got a million dollars. NIL deals got a million dollars. So what the hell is with the last name Manning? What did Texas give him? Two? Two and a half? <laughs> Can't wait to find that out. Can't wait to find out what this kid is. Will goes. we? Do we have to? Ah, uh, they bad? have to. De- they have to declare the actual NIL deal. Yes, they have to say what the kid got. Really? I don't know when, but they have to declare it at some point when he enrolls or something. They have to declare it publicly that this is what he's doing. We'll find out. I mean, he's going to be endorsing every car dealership in you know in Knoxville, Tennessee. But no, sorry, Austin, Texas. Sorry, excuse my UTs. Sorry, Austin, Texas. So, uh-huh. um, it's they have the deepest. I think outside of Notre Dame, I think Texas has the deepest alumni for money. So, like, what did Matthew McConaughey give to Arch Manning? Starring, <laughs> starring role in the next movie? Like uh come on. Man. You know what? I I
1: what I, is this Coop's kid? Is this Cooper's kid?
0: Yes, it's Cooper's kid. Yeah. Cooper's kid. Archie's grandson. Yeah.
1: Number Cooper's one gonna be doing a podcast too.
0: Yes, he I heard. He is. soup with coop, as like they, as, as they're calling it.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, Omaha
0: Productions. So, which I am, which I am, I have a soft spot in my heart for it because I do think it's hysterical that he calls it Omaha Productions. But um, <laughs> you know, that's your hometown. Oh, Adopted no, hometown. hometown. Adopted hometown. Yes. Adopted. I, hometown. I, I do love watching the College World Series. That game starts like in yeah. ha- half an hour, right, with Arkansas and Ole Miss. I, yeah, I gotta I gotta watch I that think
1: one o'clock, right?
0: Yeah, that's, that's gonna be a, that's a yeah. awesome. I, I just think Ole Miss's chance are so fun. I, I want Ole Miss to win the game. They got that big boy at first base <laughs> that, that that huge dude <laughs> who has the has the, the, the highest slugging percentage since Frank Thomas. It's fine. Did 5:50. you ever go to a baseball
1: game at Ole Miss?
0: At Ole Miss, no, but I've been to football games at Ole Miss. Right. I've never been to a baseball game at Ole Miss, but I, the only SEC baseball game I'd ever been to, I've only been to a couple. Uh, I've been to one at Tennessee, been to one at Alabama and one at Auburn. That's it. Okay. wasn't that big when I was
1: down there. It no, none of it, it, it was. I it want was to go fun, to softball but, games in these places now. I want to do a spring yeah. little thing where we see softball, oh, like baseball or something like that. Oh, it would
0: be awesome. Yeah. Go to the spring game. Go to the Bama spring game. That's a ton of fun. Open seating. Go in there. Oh. <sighs> spring football was a very acquired taste for me. I had to be a kid from Boston. I was an acquired
1: taste. I, had I to, went to the Penn state tough. game the first year. Cause they said, Oh, you got to go. And I was like, what are we doing? We're in the things on the helmet. You can't hit the quarterbacks. I'm like, why are we here? Let's go home. Never went again. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. It's fun. It's just not really what the, you know, <sighs> thought. What, what what I, I had to deal with, so you want me to break down who won? Like it makes um like it matters who, who, who won? Well, it's red Did you have to white. go to
1: the Nebraska
0: ones? All of them. Nebraska, <sighs> Iowa, Iowa State, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee. I've been to all of them. I've been, I've been to all of them, man. I, I, I've done live broadcasts from all, almost all of them. Broadcasts in Tuscaloosa, broadcasts in Auburn, broadcasts in Iowa City, broadcasts in Ames. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was it.
1: it, it it's a, it's a big. Well, now we're it, older. We'll send the kids that are trying to break into the business. We'll oh, send them to. spring
0: games. And I had to. I mean, I had to fake it, man. It was hard <laughs> to get excited. It was it was viagra time, man. I had to, I had to fake that. It, it was what? not. It was <laughs> not <laughs> I had to, I I I did artificial help to get myself excited about that. It was not easy to do. It was really hard. <laughs> I, I was—I swear—it was not something I was not enjoying myself. I was like, I don't care what the freshman linebacker who came in, what he looked like in the spring game. I don't care. Like I just—I just don't care. Like, oh. I, I, I was like, could care less. This means absolutely nothing. Like you, go, you 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 know this right? People would bet on it. I know people in Nebraska who would book it. Of they course. booked the spring game, they look at the rosters, they book it, they put a lineup, the, and they actually book the spring game. Like, you people are sick. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you? And then they get pissed off because the coach had the overwhelming. He could run it back. So depending on the rules, the coach would be like, wait, 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 no. Run that play again. And then they didn't score. And then they do score. The money changes hands. Uh, and you're like, that's baloney. That shouldn't happen. That was, you know, blah, blah. it's just like, guys, it's a made stop, up scrimmage. Stop, like, this is stop, dumb. Like, what are we? And then they talk about it ad nauseum. Like, th- that's what made my show in Omaha so different because I called it out. I was like, I'm not talking about Nebraska football in May guys. Like I'm, I'm just not like, I don't oh, care. You had to upset some people all pissed them off. You know, all the guys in the combines got furious at me. They're all pissed off. <laughs> not you know harvesting season and planting season they just they i thought all they want to talk about when they're riding around oh, in the combine Bravo want to camp, hear about. If you're still here i mean he I lives in Bravo gonna... camp lives in eastern iowa he lives he's, uh, okay he's kind of in farm country but he's not really in farm
1: country he's cancel like all the sponsorships for the guys in the combines
0: oh that's i mean they, 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 they'll concur that's what they want to listen to and i just i just i didn't want to give it to them like now now the guys in the combine are betting on their phones that's what they're doing they're driving around <laughs> picking corn in the combines they're just and, they're, and they're just, just betting on it. They're loving our show. They're just betting on something. we're telling them what to bet on.
1: Home oh, run props over, baby.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's it's what they're doing now. I mean, it's like I, I have – I know for a fact that people who in a harvest season or in picking or, or in planting season, they just – it's all automated now. They just – all they do is sit there and watch the thing go up and down the rows and they're on their phone and they're, they're firing on bets. <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're betting on games and betting on whatever, you know. Russian ping pong and stuff, you know, it's it, what they're enjoying. So, you know, <laughs> Chef Benny just said spring games, not the best, not the best, <laughs> not, not the best, but fucking San Diego is great. <laughs> so so, so that, that, that's Tonight. I, yeah. I like fucking San Diego better than not the best. That, that, that was <laughs> let's go fucking San Diego. That needs to be t-shirts. If, if I was a t-shirt vendor, that'd be everywhere. I'd have on every t-shirt yeah on every t-shirt in san diego that's what I would, I would just have that just, just like let's go fucking san diego like, oh, was, God. Yeah, absolutely absolutely everywhere it's it's like you know this is my fucking city from david ortiz oh, my God. That's, that's that's awesome. good stuff all right boys thanks for bearing with us today appreciate it thanks to lauren the better for coming on and he's dave i'm matt we're back tomorrow for a oh. roll call friday plus well, so versus the book